This episode of the Garage Build podcast was recorded live in the Hell on Wheels Law Fran Studios. The law offices of Fran Hosh, Palm Harbor, Florida. Call 1-866-LAW-FRAN or visit lawfran.com. The Fran Hosh Law Group, serving the Tampa Bay biker community for 20 years. For 30 years, Badlands Modules has produced American-made lighting modules for American V-Twins and custom motorcycles. And for the last two decades, NAMS Custom Cycle Products has supplied builders and bikers with top-shelf wiring solutions for their projects, no matter the scope. Today, NAMS and Badlands proudly introduce premium LED lighting options from Electric Lighting Company. Go to electriclighting.com and use the discount code SPEED2020, and you'll receive free shipping on all orders over $100 in the lower 48. You can also follow Electric Lighting Company on Instagram at Electric Lighting Co. That's electric, L-E-T-R-I-C. For five decades, the Arlen Ness Motorcycle Company has produced mind-bending custom motorcycles and cutting-edge parts for American-made motorcycles and custom-built V-twins. From their new 10-gauge engine covers to performance air cleaners and exhaust systems, the Arlen Ness Motorcycle Company continues to lead the charge for the next generation of custom builders. Visit ArlenNest.com and enter the code GARAGEBUILD10 to save 10% on orders over $100. The Arlen Ness Motorcycle Company, family owned and operated for 50 years. By now, I'm sure you've heard me talk all about my workwear from 1620 USA. Here's what you need to know. 1620 workwear is 10 times more abrasion resistant than traditional workwear, and it lasts up to five times longer than the workwear you're already wearing. Their stretch fabrics move with you and not against you and need no break-in period. You deserve the best workwear that is made right here in the USA, period. Visit 1620USA.com and use the discount code SPEEDMETAL and you'll save 20% at checkout. You can also follow them on Instagram at 1620USA. 1620 workwear, made in the USA and guaranteed for life. So you've heard all about Fix Your Lids grooming products. Personally, I use the Extreme Hold Pomade the most, but they offer much more than that. They also offer styling gel, shampoos and conditioners, a forming cream, a styling fiber, and a regular hold pomade. And the best part is, 100% of all Fix Your Lid products are made in the USA, right down to the packaging. Fix Your Lid products are available online at shopfyl.com, and they'll ship them right to your door. Fix Your Lid styling products, cruelty-free and proudly made in the USA. Hello, welcome back to the Hell on Wheels Garage Built Podcast. I am your host, Jason Hallman. Thank you for listening to so much of my rambling. Uh, this is episode 48. So I have 48 and 49 in the can. This is the second episode that I recorded while I was on my little trip to Jacksonville to see Nothing Stock Cam and James Elkhorn Fish from Alleyway Customs. I got to hang out with 40 from Poor Star. If you don't know who Forty is and you don't know who Poor Star is, well, then you're about to. This guy is mind blowing. His knowledge of social media, his knowledge of branding, just the whole scope of of what he does, it was it, it blew me away. I got to go to an office meeting or excuse me, an office building and spend some time with him in his suite. He's got a badass podcast studio. And we got to use that. We recorded this episode in that podcast studio. I was so, I, I can't even explain it. It's just one of those things where you you end up somewhere, you think things are going to be one way. You get in there and start talking with this dude, and you realize that things are completely different than what you thought. He changed the way I thought about a lot of different things. 
And it was refreshing because that's what I love so much about doing podcasts. So I'm going to be doing a lot more traveling. Jace is right. Got to get out there and, and meet the people. And I'm, you know, I'm still building my mobile studio that we're going to be having at different uh, events. We're going to have a killer studio here at Cycle Stop USA. But man, what a great trip and what a great conversation. And definitely going to pick it up where we left off uh, with with 40 and do a lot more and go follow his brand poor star. He's an awesome dude. Uh, I can't wait to, to get some of his stuff and, and thank you very much 40 for the gift. He gave me one of his limited edition bandanas and he does everything himself, all of his artwork, all of his packing, all of his planning development, everything. He's just kind of a, he's one of these dudes that is a Renaissance man. He's, he orbits in his own, uh, space and, and spends all of his time in Daytona and Daytona, I love Daytona. I know a lot of you guys don't like Daytona, uh, especially like Jace likes to shit on Daytona. Uh, Daytona, keep it sketchy. I love Daytona. Daytona is somewhere I've, I've had some of the best times in my life are in Daytona, and it's not always about the ride. Sometimes it's about the hang and about the people you get to spend time with, and Daytona will always have a place in my heart. And 40's office, it's in like a conventional, it used to be a big bank, and he's got this little suite with these little rooms in it and stuff and Slayer posters on the wall and a drag slick in the in the reception area. And um, it was it's just badass. It's, it's like, I don't know, steps away from the Atlantic Ocean. And there's something about Daytona, man. I would love to live in Daytona one day and call that place home because every time I'm there, I feel good about it. So uh, without further ado, hey, make sure you go to CF Wheels of Steel. Um that is the website for our custom indoor motorcycle show. It's the largest indoor motorcycle show in the state of Florida. 15 builders from around the country. Uh, people are coming from all over the place. V-Twin Visionary Jeff G. Holt uh, himself is going to be in the house with his beautiful better half, Maggie. We've got tons of things going on. It's going to be a big party all weekend long. We are rolling it out and make sure that everybody has a good time. Tickets ahead of time are $10 per day, $12 at the door. It's going to be a two-day event. We're going to have a nice party Saturday night, uh, location to be disclosed later. We have a host hotel, the Hyatt, right there in the parking lot, the RP Funding Center. This RP Funding Center in downtown Lakeland is a posh venue. We want everyone to have a good time. Uh, some really kick-ass stuff going on there. Source Media, Chris Callen and uh, Mark from Flatbroke Chops and Rods will be there. Heather Callen will be there as well. We're going to have, it's going to be a riot, man. We're going to have a good time. Xavier from Providence Cycle Works, uh, Cody from Whoville, Boosted Brad from Death Metal Racing, Daryl Huxley's coming down to hang out with us that weekend. If you don't know who Daryl Huxley is, he's a real good friend of mine up from Rochester, Minnesota area. Speaking of Minnesota, Curtis Hoffman from Hoffman Designs is going to be there. Justin from Hang'em High Customs. Who am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting a bunch of people. Kyle Ray Rice is doing the, the trophy for the Rick Holman Legacy Award, second year into this whole deal and it's starting to grow and I'm excited about it. So go to CF wheels of steel, get yourself some tickets. It's for a good cause. Also visit our sponsors, 1620 USA, the Arlen Ness motorcycle company, fix your lid. And of course my good friends over at electric lighting company, they make the baddest LEDs on the planet for your V twin or custom. So without further ado, I hate saying that, but I'm going to keep saying it because I can't think of anything else. My economy of words is getting shorter and shorter and shorter as I get older. So I give you 50 from, or excuse me, 40 <laughs> from Poor Star.
are listening to the Hell on Wheels podcast with your host, Jason Hallman. Absolutely. No worries, man. I like stuff like that. Got a good check. It's not bad. Yeah, I think we're good. I like it. I didn't... I was. I bought... Um, this is the first time that I've gone... Not the first time I've used the... Right. These these require um, to be powered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. power. Absolutely. And... Uh, so I had this gear set up. Uh, I was going to Texas in June, yeah. And everybody's like, "You're bringing the podcast, right?" And I was like, ah, I, "I wouldn't. I hadn't. I hadn't thought about it." And I'm right. like, "Okay, so if I'm going to start traveling with this, I've got to figure this piece out because Absolutely. I'm finding right now that." Um, Let me get this background noise out of here. Oh for yeah, you. one second. I'm so sorry. I just I just love to respect everybody's craft. Oh no worries, man. Yeah. There you go. So. Um, fucking Red Bull TV, right? <laughs> so I changed, uh, or I, I, I wanted to find some lobs, and I didn't, I didn't want to just go right to the wireless lav thing until I figured it out. I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have bought the ones that I'm going to invest in. Right. And so this company, Rode, um, yeah, they're a good brand. Building this podcast specific gear mm-hmm. and content creator specific gear, and it, it was like I was having a conversation with uh, Jeff Holt. Yeah. And we were talking in Tennessee, and he was showing me his gear, and I'm like. You know, I'm overcomplicating some things. Absolutely. It's it's really easy to do. It is. And I, this board is, I know that this board, you know, you've got that Behringer up there. Mm. That's a more, for what you're doing, you're going to, you're going to have a more favorable outcome with that. Because you could load yeah. this room up with dynamic yeah. mics. Absolutely. So that you don't have to have a yeah. boom mic or no, yeah, And the mic technology like is changing incredibly right now, too. Very much so, man. That's why when we did all, like, the open cell foam and everything like that, you know, people trip out. And they go, oh, man, this stuff is so expensive. And it's like, like you were talking about earlier about repurposing. Like, that's actually gutter guard, but it's open cell. The good thing is you can get it at Lowe's and get an entire box of it. I think you get like 96 feet for like 20 bucks. It's a joke. Right. But um, the good thing is, is that open cell technology is the same as any kind of studio foam. And most studio foam is just glorified like egg crate. And yeah. the cell isn't as open and it's not as deadening. You know, so I learned a lot of that bouncing in and out of the music industry and like what I was saying, my friends that shoot for TV and stuff like right. that, they're like, man, you'd be so surprised at like what they do. You know, you really start paying attention to sets and you see black tape on like people's hat if you really look. But like most people aren't really looking at that. You're looking at the subject matter, not so much the subject. Yeah, it's like a, it's a trick, right? <laughs> it's Very a much diversion. So. Very much so. It's, uh, <laughs> so, um, dude, this, uh, first off, I just want to say thank you for having me in. Oh, likewise. I'm very humbled that you guys even, you know, sent me over a message, dude. I really appreciate it. And this is, I've just been, I've spent the last two days just having my fucking mind blown that. Yeah. So coming into, uh, I went over to Alleyway Customs. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't been to his shop, as soon as you walk into his shop, like as soon as you cross a threshold of his shop from the driveway, you're transported somewhere that's not here it's I, not I, jacksonville I, I think stuff like that's great like a good user experience and i feel like a lot of businesses man they they, they miss out i, I yeah. you know when i was telling you earlier i'm just not creative enough to right. like i'm looking around here and i'm like oh wow you know like yeah just this isn't about how much money you've spent this is about no. how much thought you've put into it and it's like i've never learned how to it's well said manufacture man. that currency in my life and yeah. from any any way like i was telling you earlier like um I guess we should uh, let's do a quick introduction. I'm, I'm at absolutely. I'm I'm at what I would consider. <laughs> I mean, to be to be quite blunt with you, yeah, I, I uh, this is the first like meeting with a CEO I've had in this kind yeah. of in this podcast space. So I appreciate this. I'm I'm oh, actually man, no worries. 
humbled and overwhelmed at the same time. How <laughs> likewise to see you to when I first saw you at mm -hmm. uh, I'm with Poor Star and right. what, your name is uh, Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody calls me Forty Man. My last name's Conforti. And okay. I, I don't really drink. You know, they sell thirty twos in Florida, so it's always kind of been like a running joke. <laughs> so they, you go by Forty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah my last name's Conforti. It's kind of hard to pronounce, so like most people just call me Forty. Like, I mean, dude, literally, I don't, I don't. I mean, God. My teachers called me 40 in school. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you know, so. And you're, know. you're born and raised here in Daytona? Uh, born and raised actually in New Jersey. And really? then okay. came down here, man, uh, you know, poster child, dude, for the uh, for the broken home, I guess. Okay. But um, I say that progressively, you know, like not sympathetically, because I think it goes back to, like you were saying, about being able to repurpose and, and resource and creativity. So you were able to repurpose yourself. Yeah, man, you just, you just learn how to kind of make something out of nothing. You know, and, and, and that to me, man, I think, like you said, is a skill set in its own because uh, I'm constantly trying to put the vertical line in any kind of negative sign that we come across. And I think it's really allowed me to make spaces like this out of out of nothing. You, you know, caring is. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely I mean, <laughs> the effort uh, when you go into like like Fish's shop mm -hmm. and I was just like. I'm like I've been I've been in I mean I've been in almost every substantive motorcycle shop. Yeah, that you could think of within. I mean I've been in that's Indian gotta be, That's got to be so cool to, to go travel and. It is. I mean I've, I've it's taken a long time, um, but I've been in I was in Jesse's shop. Yeah. Uh, bef the the little one and the big one in right. Long Beach. So you've been to the one in Long Beach and then the, the one in Long Beach. I haven't been to the one in Texas. Yeah. Um, I was at so the one in Long Beach at seven eighteen Anaheim is uh -huh. at the corner of Anaheim and Oregon, I believe. Yeah. And uh, which they renamed West Coast Choppers Way for a while. But That's awesome. Jesse man. owned both buildings on the corner, mm -hmm. and then all the buildings in the first apex of the turn. So no shit. it was it was a complex, and then he owned a restaurant next to it. Yeah, I heard he opened that for his pit bull. That he did. That's Cisco. really cool. Yeah, it was yeah. like a burger shop or something. Cisco Bill Dodge is a great friend of mine, man, and and I, and I met him actually in. Uh, in the weirdest way, dude. <laughs> Bill, Bill, yeah, Bill's a great dude. Yeah, he's just, he's another cool guy, man. But it's one of them dudes, like we were saying earlier, just very reserved. But I can understand coming from a generation where, like, people more or less just didn't want to share that information because social media didn't exist. Well. And it was super easy for somebody to take off with your shit and you never know. <laughs> yeah, that and Bill's economy of words. I mean, you know, you get to a certain point where you... You're not you're not wasting those you're not wasting those thoughts you're not wasting no. those words. I mean, Bill's Bill's uh, about nine years older than me, right? And we've been friends for the better part of the last two decades. Yeah. And so he's one of those guys that if he and he has done this, he pulls me off to the side and says, "Hey, are you okay? Like, why are you so angry about this? You're not right. handling this. You're not governing yourself in a in a good manner. Right. And you're putting yourself out there, and you're putting it out there permanently. Yeah, no Because that's something that your generation understands much more than us. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we were in a generation where, you know, if if people were exchanging unpleasant conversation yeah. and it led to a fight, it was done and over with. Yeah, no doubt. And, the, and then it, it wasn't talked about again. No. And then your generation is like, hey, look. Follow you home. Well, that or right through your cell phone. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so it's not even yeah. necessarily following you home. It's yeah. just, I'm going to get in your head everywhere I can. Yeah. And you're going to willfully do that because you're walking around with a device right. that, I mean, that that is mind-blowing technology that oh, somebody absolutely. that's 10 years, you're only, you're uh, 47, you're, right. you said you're 34, 34 yeah. right? Yeah. So not, not terrible. No, not too far apart. Not too far apart. No, absolutely um, But definitely... A little bit very different childhood upbringing as far as technology availability, but not 
so different is what it is between now and then. Yeah, no. Like the last ten years of technology, I think, I think we can like all you were saying about like the payphone booth that's in in my office over there. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because some people look at it like art installation. You know what I mean? And and I think I live in that gradient, and that's why I've been able to do such successful creative directing. You know, but it's cool because that was like a tool for you. Like that's this modern how, day, exactly. You know, that's how we so, communicated. You know, I think that's so, so it's a much cool. more visceral thing for me. And very much so. But it's not any more important to me, or any less important, or any more. I mean, you have your you you have your thing with that too. Absolutely. That's what I mean when I was saying like when I, when I look around and see how you repurpose things, and then you saying that you came from uh, the yeah. poster child for a broken home. <laughs> yeah, humble beginnings. And and just to clear it up, man, it's like I, I don't again. I don't say it sympathetically. I feel like everybody in every like you know any kind of like interview is like oh my life is so terrible and i'm from the projects and it's like okay dude like we get it <laughs> like everybody didn't come up with the best childhood yeah or like what the, makes... the most resourceful thing but like yeah. you're saying that's what makes it what it is you're the sum of you're the sum of your parts i was just talking to a friend on the yeah, way over here it's a statistic man of like <laughs> you know obviously there's you know with what went on yesterday and right. regardless of where one st sits where you you know on which side of the fence it doesn't even matter it's not yeah. that's not what necessarily has to be up for dis discussion what it was was how much we care about people right. that different that have different uh different ideals and different values yeah, perspectives and man so and sometimes it's just perspective sometimes yeah. we share values absolutely but the perspective is different because the optics are different because you grew up in new jersey and i grew up in detroit right we're going to see certain things from different lenses yeah you know somebody it's a great example somebody showed me a, a photo um it was actually a cat uh Rhett's, um i don't know if she's the general manager there or the, or the merchandising director with with his team but it was so funny because there's a picture of a lion carrying a cub and you know it's primal it's mm -hmm. got you know the, the the cub by the back of its neck and when you see it from this angle it's mom looking after cub but when you see it from the back angle it looks like it was just mauled and yeah. they're carrying it home and it's the same photo two different shots and i was like man that's great so going back to like what you said like regardless of your political view or your professional view or your social view like tomorrow your problems will still be yours no matter who the president is or like yeah. i mean but, and, and selling comfort in place of I don't know. I, no one's ever moved. I, you know, I, I, I like proverbs type. I like when people say things that sound like, like it's a proverb or right, it's right, a mantra yeah. or that. And, it's, yeah. and people can, some people overuse that too. I agree. But I like, I have one that I came up with. I, th I hope I came up with it because I feel like I did that. No one ever moved a mountain with a feather. Right. right? But people want to move mountains all the time, and yeah. some people do. Yeah. No what's a, and what's a mountain to you might not be a mountain to me. Exactly. You ever right. heard that's like well um, said. that's well said? You know. When you say, uh, you know, if you, any problem that you have, if the problem goes away when you throw money at it, you really don't have a problem. No. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I try to remember that too. Like you know, yeah. today's your worst day. You're doing okay. Exactly. You know, I mean, and I try to be very thankful for what I have. Likewise. And I try to be very thankful for for what I've done, but. I come to a place like this and I, I, I'm just, I'm absolutely, I'm, 
I just, I'm very happy to be, this is amazing. This is, I, it's refreshing, man. <laughs> Dude, what was that? I was, this is the last place I did a podcast. I was like, this is an amazing space. And I hate that phrase because I sound <laughs> no, like okay. the guy on that, <laughs> you've seen the meme that was like, yeah, she, uh, she's a butterfly salesman. Right. And he, and he braids uh, underarm hair and their budget is $4 million, right? Yeah. And then I was like, this is a great space. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going home right now and I have to tell you, I'm in the process right now. Now building two studios, one mobile. Good. And one. That's what all that stuff in this bag static. is. The whole rig. Well, so the mobile podcast unit is actually going to be a physical unit yeah. that I'm going to take places with me. That's killer, man. I, I mean, I, I, I. This is something that for the last eight years. Yeah. I. Well, I can tell you the, that whole story, but basically, yeah, do. I started doing. Well, this is about you, not about me. <laughs> that's two way street, man. Yeah, yeah at least in my at least in my creative spaces, it is. You know, and I think a, I think a lot of people, man, they they shut down stuff if it's not going their way. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> but I also uh, the people who listen to me have heard me tell my story so much. But th to be in somewhere like this, this has given me so much clarity on how I want to re. I'm 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 going home rethinking that yeah. space very much right. to a point to where. I've got some great ideas from being in here because oh, yeah, man, I, awesome. I'm approaching it from a very different place than most people. Right. I'm one of, you know, as far as podcasters, mm -hmm. I went to school to be on the radio and I was actually on the radio oh, that's for cool. a very short time. So you have a time, background so in like audio engineering and like yes. things like that. That's great, man. But My buddy Josh Jensen is a... I didn't think like this. Uh, he was a curator for, um, for iHeartRadio. And uh, for a long time, man. Matter of fact, I think the better half of like almost 15 or 17 years. Wow. And now he lives in East Nashville and he's doing his own thing from his home studio. And, and he was like, you know, it, it was so crazy because he's like in school, they just teach you how to follow directions. They don't really teach you how to create or repurpose because they don't want that competition. Because the worst part is, is like sometimes, man, the janitor that puts down the sawdust and carries the mop all day has got more equity in sc the school stock or the company stock than most of the people that you know as a public figure, which yeah. I think is mind blowing. You can just put in your fucking Instagram bio. I think that's just like wild to me, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but it's like you brought up a great point about the janitor. Yeah. Being I sign my own stuff janitor at Poor Star all the time. That's <laughs> that's a proof proof or uh, an actual metric and you go look this guy the the it's a fact man the tortoise wins the race sometimes yeah it's it's a pace race man i tell people that all the time you know like i look at the guy, the guys at Publix man that are back there like <laughs> making cold cuts or just doing whatever the case may be they Publix has private stock mm -hmm. i mean dude i know some people in the like the butcher side of of the brand and they're bringing home close to six figures and they'll work maybe another 18 years. They'll retire by the time they're 55, 65 if they want. Yeah. And I mean, they'll have a nice life, you know, if, you, if you're looking for the two car garage and, and whatever, you know what I mean? That, that's fine. But it's just interesting to me that somebody goes, oh man, you, you work at Publix and they look at you like, you know, you're from the moon and it's, it's like, Interesting really? to me. <laughs> How I, do you water that down? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, that's a perfect example of somebody that, that is, I don't, I, you know, I saw something uh, a week or two ago that said, could you imagine, it was like somebody had posted this up, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to remember how they articulated that, but it was, it was something to the effect of basically disparaging somebody having their own business. Right. And be like, how, how can you go to work every day and not know if you're going to basically make it? Yeah, no doubt. 
And then the yes. answer to that was, how can you go to work every day for a year and only get a 50 cent an hour raise? Right. So again, when we go yeah, back to the well optics, said. you know what I mean? This when is going to be a good. This is going to be a good thing. I'm excited about this. <laughs> when you go into those optics and unpack that and look at, I've never understood wanting to exchange comfort for opportunity. Yeah, I, you know, I told Red. But the at the same night. time, we need we we have we can't do this by ourselves. No, 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 no one no. man can no. can run a company. It, it, I mean, no one not. is. This, there's no such thing as a self-made man. Uh, no, I, you I, know, it, it's it's cool that you say that, man, because one of our uh, in our hem labels, you know, it says hustle responsibly, and I got that from my buddy Tim, who was like a general manager at Winghouse at the time, and it was crazy that he's that creative and he's in that space. Right. That said, you know, it's a collective effort of being around the right people. So we came up with the self-made brigade because I was like, man, you know, yeah, self-made, like you said, bit overused, bit misunderstood. Mm -hmm. That said, the brigade being attached to it brings in the collective or the, you know, the multiple numerical. And, and I think it's, it's interesting, man, because most people in a sense, like I was saying, oh, I grew up broke and blah, 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 and whatever, whatever. I think they're almost like putting more effort into building up the, the parachute so when they don't make it, it's justified in, in, instead of just... Well, the, yeah, because the entrepreneur will jump out of an airplane and sew the parachute on the way down. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean so the, the antithesis really, of that is... If you really want to be one. Yeah, yeah. If you're willing to be... <laughs> a poor star <laughs> yeah no, if you're willing to be broke if without you're willing to be broke you can do a lot it's yeah. amazing if you're willing to be broke yeah how much opportunity you can create out of that Dude, I, I, you know you I, know it's so I, refreshing to hear you say that because it's like i'm such an open book i literally have a book ring that i'm getting fixed right now i had a lid on it and it's gone and i love it even more that the lid is gone because people will come to the space and they see like immediately they're like oh my god it's antique furniture from portugal and like stain this and like exclusive that and it's like man we got this light rig like off craigslist like these couches were 200 bucks from somebody that was moving back to their native country it's just just staying up when you're when you're tired and just surfing facebook marketplace and stuff like that like trust me man like i dude, can promise you i am the most financially unstable person in the room <laughs> oh, man that's a tall order dude <laughs> like, i've been throwing i've been throwing it all on red for a lot of yeah, years yeah, yeah, um yeah. that's a bold statement but, but. and i'm not trying to, to bunny trail i'm just simply no, saying no no i get what you're saying it, it's it goes back to further unpacking and kind of categorizing those things well, like you what said, are you comfortable with it, you gotta find I'm, one I'm, i i want to <laughs> find comfort right on that razor's edge yeah. of because because I'll, I might not ever make it, Absolutely. whatever it is, right? Exactly. I might not ever, you know, I've got a, like a list in my head of things that I would yeah. really like to do and places I'd really like to go. Everyone does, man. And Those are goals. Things you'd like to own. Stakes in the ground. You know, I hate people are like, you know, talking about how material, material things are, you know, I was explaining this earlier to, to fish. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between being happy in pleasing oneself. And I'll give you the best yeah. example I came up with while I was talking to him. Hey, talk about some powerful that, stuff. This is cool. It was that you could have... True happiness comes from within. Absolutely. True pleasure yeah. comes from the outside. Yeah. And my answer to that would be, or my, my disgusting analogy would be that you can get jerked off by a hooker. Yeah. But you don't care about that hooker. Right. So you're not happy. No, yeah. It's pleasure. It's no fulfillment. Right. The pleasure center <laughs> in the brain is is very easy to manipulate, especially, you right. know, depending based on the how amount of, the level of testosterone oh, yeah, in your a, in your doubt. in your blood. I, I I see people man that do that do things by making large purchases and camouflage success. And when you really look at the analytics 
like you were saying, man, it's just not good. You know, like Capital One is waiting for these people to miss a payment. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's priority, too. It's yeah. priority. It's like, okay. This is the biggest so the brand will ever get. You want to have, well, we, you, yeah, and uh, so I want to talk to you about that because I, I, yeah. I, that was the first thing that I picked it's up. It's manageable. That's yeah. the first thing that I picked up. So it's, uh, let's just, we'll just switch gears. I'm and so go, glad you're able to read right into lines, that. You know? That I went last night, I'm like, okay, I'm, because I, I, there's nothing, I will tell you, there's yeah. nothing I dig more on the planet right. than cottage brands, right. okay, of clothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, 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 without being judged, I'm just going to name a few and just no, say, please, like, like yeah. things that, I like, I don't have anything from Supreme. Right. But I, I watch yeah. Supreme stuff. Because yeah, there's yeah. a couple of things that they made that, I, right. that I'd like to obtain. That are rad, yeah, no doubt. Um, there's a new clo uh, there was a clothing company that I was buying a lot of stuff from uh -huh. uh, blessed individuals yeah 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 okay they made socks yeah underwear underwear yeah. and I bought a bunch of their underwear yeah. I bought a bunch of their shoes that was the uh, Valencore twins their tattoo artists out, out in California so they didn't know that yeah yeah well so then all of a sudden they decide they're gonna kill their brand right they go dark yep and they come out with um, this new line of clothing uh, called Original Grinders. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's both of them or one of them right. or what. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. They're but twins. It's hard to tell. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I saw that brand announced, right, I ordered stuff as soon as I could. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, because one, I liked the stuff you had before. Right. Quality. Quality art, was. You, it, you never sold me anything that wasn't yeah. what I thought I was going to get. Yep. Um. So I bought some stuff from them, and then I reached out to them about doing some cross-promotional stuff. And it was a, a year ago, and the podcast thing that I was doing yeah, yeah. wasn't where it's at today by design. But right. um, And they weren't interested, but I still I bought stuff from them. Uh, one of the sponsors of our podcast is a yeah. company called 1620 USA. Okay. They build workwear. Oh, that's killer. Here in the States. Awesome. And it's premium stuff. Yeah. And it's premium priced. That's cool. Because it ha it has to be. Yeah, I mean, it's functional. I mean, it, well, it works, <laughs> and it, there's a reason why it costs more. And, no doubt. You know, it's, and then you have other brands I love, and I know this is going to sound cliche. No, go ahead, please. But I love Danny Dixon stuff. Yeah, 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 no doubt, man. Uh, you no know doubt. what? And people get mad at him because he builds clothes in, in China. Get mad at Levi Strauss. Yeah, please. Get mad at Vin, VF Imagewear. Yeah, yeah, yeah took, uh, You know, v Vanity Fair, VF Imagewear, they own Vans, North Face, uh, yeah. Hanes, yeah. they own Champion. They're a VF company. <laughs> They're giant. Yeah, man. And they build most of their stuff in Asia. Uh, I will show you. That's where the garment industry is. I will show you tech sheets for other shoes that we've done with Vans, you know, talking... Uh, to one of the people at like their custom program, being a smaller brand, being limited, um, you know, justifying our price points with collectability, you know, and and uh, you know the 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 equal enticement where I feel like a lot of people haul off and price something crazy, and you know, there's really no incentive there to kind of justify it and or entice the purchase and and make the customer, which I even I hate that word. I I like to use community or support. Yeah, you know, I, th I think fan is even a bit rude. <laughs> yeah, but you're making. I watched your stuff that you that was online, and I'm like, I would have bought. Yeah, I, I would. I there, everything on your on your brand page was something that I would have bought. Oh, thank you, man. That's very helpful. And everything was sold out, and I thought this dude gets this. This dude is yeah. not. This guy is gets what he wants to do, and I get right. what you want to do. And you saying that it makes the brand manageable yeah. makes all the sense in the world. You are going to be able to mitigate an unhappy customer because you're 
they're going to know you. Correct. They're going to know who Anthony is. They're going to know who Forty is. And, 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 and I, think that, I think that that's important, man, especially in today because I feel like in 2020, the follow is so hollow. Like I did a podcast um, recently, and it was great, man. And, and, you know, it had like 138 followers. And people are like, oh, what is that? But when you talk to the guy, like, full-blown hot sauce line, like, just totally packaged. Like, I got it with, like, the gold foil. I mean, full bottling like totally approved by like you know whoever does that in the food in the food market and like you were saying talking about individual markets where like textile is in asia predominantly southeast asia and people get knocked for that you know and it's it's made in the usa and and whatever and i think that's a bit narrow-minded i respect it but in the same sense man like when you're a bit more culturally diverse your peripheral is much wider you right. know, they, they always look at the owl as wisdom. Well, sure. You know, he has the ability to turn his head around almost 180 degrees. So when you look at something that has that span of view, there's a lot to be seen there, you, you know, and, and back to perspectives like we were talking about. You can say this and that. Well, I'll tell you what, man, those those blessed products that you were getting, they probably were not made in the United States. No, I don't, I don't think they were. I don't know that for sure. No, I don't think they were. you were very happy with the quality. Yeah. They were able to deliver it to you at a price point. Well, they didn't tell me that it was made in the USA and then it not be. So I'm, I'm, I'm almost fully, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm com- completely good with that. And, and you know what? Danny Dixon, you know, uh, for all the criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, get, he gets he gets He puts beat himself on a lot. out there for public consumption. Yeah. And you know what? He takes it. Well, that's the thing. You know, if you're going to do it, you got to have thick skin. Yep. And I think, you know, I've never personally met Danny. You know, I know Jeff. Um, you know, I, I just recently did an event with Holt at uh, Stone Edge Skate Park. I'm a big fan of stuff that has substance, authenticity, history, things mm-hmm. of those nature. And uh, with Stone Edge being the second oldest park in the country, you know, Marty from Kona owns it as well. And uh, a couple friends of mine recently, you know, are trying to make that purchase from him. And we, and we did an event there just cross-pollinating you know, action sports and custom culture with Harley Davidson I was there. And, and Sprint. Oh, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we were, we were just cutting our teeth. We had, we had a little less than 30 days to put the event together. Um, you know, working with those conglomerates was, was nice, you know, because I think that they're in a 25 year flip where everybody they were marketing to is 65. Mm-hmm. And now they're coming back into that 30 disposable income. I'm ready to build a bike or I'm, you know, I've got the credit line to get on a new electric cycle or, you know, I'm still at an age where like, I like to skate or ride BMX like yourself, man. And, and you're still very active in, in there. And, you know, it, it was, it was crazy, man. Not again, not to tear off when we spoke about Danny, I said, man, you know, he goes, dude, you know, you should do a flannel. And Jeff just recently did that collab. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, man, I, I would love to do a flannel. I said, but the thing is, like, at the end of the day, I just, I'm, I got to meet that guy. You know, I just, I just want to pick his brain and not to anything of my benefit, but like you were saying, I think I th- I'm like, man, you know, I commend you for putting yourself out there and getting equally as praised as you do hated on, if that makes any kind of sense. And, and, <laughs> and being able to not just tell somebody to fuck off and being like, you know what? Right. I don't build flannels. I never said I built flannels in the States. Yeah. That's never been my I thing. I don't know where the misconception came um, from. And Pendleton's <laughs> are not built here. And so that's, right. if you're not going to be, if you're yeah. going to be a flannel snob, please, then know the industry. Then know the industry. Like, you know, I have a 50 year old, yeah. I have a Pendleton that was, that is yeah. uh, 56 years old. Right. And, it's a nice garment. Yeah, if, if it lasted 56 years, it's a nice garment, right? right? But yeah. I don't even. Th- I mean, I mean think about how your anatomy changes in that timetable. Well, you know? not only yeah. that, yeah. but it's like 
I think it was made in Oregon then, but all the new ones that I bought in the last 20 years are all made in yeah. Honduras or Mexico or somewhere yeah. like that. I mean, whatever. It's, it's, it's Yeah, it, it's not here, <laughs> it's not and domestic. I'm okay with it. Yeah. And so were a lot of people for a long for a long time. And I, I don't want to dis I don't want to disparage anybody that no like from doing made in the USA stuff. But I want people to understand like I like Vans. Right. I've always wore Vans. We both have them on right now. Yeah. I've got you know, <laughs> and I'll. Like I'll, you said earlier, VF company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a, and, and Danny uh, G talked about it on the Fast Life Garage podcast. Right. Saying that we tried to build a shoe here. It's yeah. It, you can't. You can't. Like you legally can't. Right. You can't build the same shoe. And no. so, no. I don't know. I don't think the there's a landfill, the landfill full of van shoes. I, I don't no. know. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I try to be cognizant of that, though. Absolutely. Because then I think people in your generation are much more aware of it than I am, and mm. then people even younger than you, that are ten years younger than you, very much so. are very super in tune, tune with, yeah. with it. And I. Yeah. Here's the thing, I don't understand why. And let right. me let me back that up with some some. Mm -hmm. Thought at least that it can't be made. You can't produce it. No, no. Why younger people are more cognizant of, okay, yeah, of yeah, yeah. aware? They don't have any skin in that game. First off, right. Somebody who's twenty, even twenty-five. Yeah. Like my daughter's twenty-five. Right. She's a very, very good job. You mentioned Publix earlier. She's yeah. very high up in Publix for, uh, especially for somebody her age. I mean, dude, I think it's a great space. Yeah, and she, <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. But. She's, you know, her group of people. They're they're not making money yet. They're not, no. they're not making. Like she worries about money now sometimes, and I giggle because at right. thirty five, yeah, she will have twelve years in it, Publix, and right. not have money problems. No. So I tell her, I'm like, look, just stay yeah. here. If you're happy here, do it. Then stay here. Do, I mean, you if, know? if you could pump gas and be happy, what's wrong with that? Yeah, well, I, the people always said, when you know, what do you want your kids to be when they grow up? I want them to be happy. Yeah, I had, I did an interview one time in uh, down in Tampa, and I remember where we were. And the guy, one of the questions was, you know, what's your definition of success? And I said, having the ability to say okay. And he said, can you unpack it? And I, I said, uh, I don't really know what you mean by that. And he's like, well, I'm just a little lost that just having the ability. So you could say okay to anything. I said, no, I, I I think. I said, look, man, a lot of people are like, oh, I'll get the Mercedes and we'll get the two story and we'll have the boat and whatever. You know, me personally, I'm one of them guys that get a flat tire and you're on your way to California and you're in Texas and it's 4.45 and the tire shop closes in 15 minutes and they see you coming with your out-of-state tag and they charge you two times over the MSRP because they know you need that tire. They're getting ready to close. Just having the ability to say, okay, I feel like you're successful at that point. Yeah, because you're still on your path, uninterrupted, not worrying about you know like moving money from one account to the next, or and you know you got got, and you're totally cool with it. Right, <laughs> that's a very very that's a very amazing an analogy. I like that a yeah, lot. I, I really appreciate that, man. I'm, it's very refreshing. Uh, not to reciprocate the compliment, to speak with someone that has uh, enough intellectual depth to digest it, you know, because it's not the complicated vocabulary a lot of people make it out to be. Right. I just think people don't want to put that much thought into it. I don't it think people think about what okay is. No, that's what I mean. I think man. people like, think about. I think people are so, you know, it's like I, I tell people all the time, like you know, I've dealt with people in business and younger people, and I'm in. I, you know, I get asked a lot after being in business as, as long as I have been, even from people my age that are right. just getting into business, like. Hey, what do you think about this? What should I do about that? Right. And I try to tell people, like younger people, I'm like, hey man, you've got yeah. to 
nurture what's right in front of you. Absolutely. And here's why. I watched this one individual person that once he gets a deal done right. in that hand, while he's shaking that person's hand, he's looking over that person's shoulder at who's next. Right. Instead of nurturing this yeah. enough. Yeah. If you nurture this correctly. Yeah. Um, when you come up out of the ethos of what this is and right. paying all this attention to this because you're nurturing it, you look up, there'll be somebody standing there. So you'll never have to worry about next. No. Because they'll find out about you and they'll want to work with you. Yeah. And they'll find out about you and they'll want to collaborate with you. Right. They'll find out, you know, want to hire you. Very much And so, so you won't have, the, you know, and I've, I've, I've watched that swing happen. You know, I was talking to Fish right. about building bikes because that's what mm -hmm. he's doing a lot of bike builds yeah man and he's making a living at it he's that's figured awesome. it out that's awesome yeah i was and gonna say it's he, really hard to do. solve the rubik's cube yes yeah, so when you talk <laughs> to like bill dodge and, yeah, and yeah. he tells you how he does it right he does it very different he yeah, decides yeah. you know he just said you and him decide what you're gonna what your project right. is going to take right. and and that's what you get yeah, build your budget yeah you and know, you get you get bill transaction if bill wants to work with you mm -hmm. you're gonna get a yeah. bill dodge custom built motorcycle right with all the bells, all yeah. the whistles, because he want that he's not going to do anything but that. No, yeah. So yeah. at that point, he wants to work with personally. You. He has the attachment to it. Exactly. It almost doesn't even have anything to do with the client. Well, I learned from Bill that it's not your bike; it's my bike. Right. I learned that from Bill. Yeah. But if I'm building you a bike, yeah, it's it's my bike. Right. It, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. has to be. You're it, not gonna. Yeah. It'd be like hiring Picasso to paint a fucking painting yeah. and then yeah. and then stand there and tell and, him an art directing an art directing <laughs> or or hiring that and and Gettys to take pictures of your infant child and then tell right. him no I don't want him in a laundry basket yeah, I want him yeah. in an Easter basket yeah. well that's what made him him exactly and them them exactly and, and, and you know I think it's cool to hear you unpack that because I think a lot of people again like you going back well I have the money I'm paying and this is what it is and you know, like when I was talking with Sprint, we're gonna do a bike wash. I said, okay. I said, look, man. I said this place, it, you know, it, it's it's the first time they've ever given out a permit in 11 years. The last thing I think you should do is create a gradient for. I'm not gonna use the word disaster, but any kind of area of hazard, if that makes any sense. I said, not for nothing, man, you guys are in the business of selling, correct? He said, yeah. I said, you know, business is pretty simple when you narrow it down, it's a component in a transaction. If you're able to create a gradient, people will be receptive. And what I mean by that is, why don't you guys just charge phones? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, dude, people that are gonna be there, seven out of 10 of them are gonna have a dead phone. And I'm not the know-it-all from somewhere, I just, in, in that agent industry demographic, I know that I'm constantly on social media and yep. I'm just killing my battery. So at the end of the day, not only do you retain the customer's device, you can look for that case or that accessory that you have a huge markup on. And then when you've done something for them, they're more likely in tune to spend, you know, spend $50 on an OtterBox or whatever the case may be because you did something for them. You know? and, and when we gave the prizes away for that, I said, look, we'll have them come back to the store. Our, my job is to protect your investment. Thank you for helping us put on this event. We made it more of an exhibit than just the parking lot or the field or anything like that. And, you know, maybe you guys can, you know, feel better about doing it next year if you decide to. It's entirely up to you. And uh, I go talk to Sam, the VP over there, and he goes, man, this was amazing. He goes, people were coming in for days. Um, the hard wire was a great idea because they had to, you know, the rep had to hand them the pliers, so they had to put the device down. Another one picks it up, says, hey, how long you had this? You know, they're cutting their shovel head pipes off the pallet. Then we use that because they're familiar with 
aged wood or wire or things that are, you know, like BMX, man. Like mm -hmm. a shovel in dirt is very natural to you. Yeah. You know, or like a vacant lot where you can do flatland or ride street. Like you don't look at a handrail as stabilization to walk down steps. You're like, oh man, I'm, I'm going to get up on that. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get up on that thing. And and it's and it's funny going back to perception, like you said, and, and Sam is just like looking at me like I came from the fucking moon. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you know, where, where is this? Coming? I said, dude, you know, people, again, not to reiterate, make things this Rubik's Cube, you know, instead of trying to be the coolest guy in the room, why, why don't you come in with just a bit of like, I don't know, substance and history and authenticity and, and distribute that in a way where you gain the attention, you know, because you're having that conversation and you're getting to know one another. And that's what business was about back in the day. That's what always was. I mean, dude, like, I'm going to go see this tire guy because I know his first name. He knows he knows I've been driving this 66 Lincoln Continental forever, and it's just got a bad tie rod on the fucking passenger side. And, and you build that relationship, and you're like, oh, he'll just do it. He just knows. Yeah. And that was the streamline of its day. Now it's Amazon, I'll wait 24 hours and it'll be here. Yeah, and then we're going to start <laughs> complaining about that. I mean, when do we stop, when do we stop raising that bar to unobtainable levels to where, I mean, like when you hit yeah. return, it should already yeah. be fucking in. Yeah, I didn't know. I you didn't know. know. I mean? there's, uh, there should just be the Star Trek fucking. Yeah, it should just, <laughs> just look, appears. like a 3D printer. Everyone's got a 3D printer and yeah. just print whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, you the know, government's just going to install that in your home when you buy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, very, it's very funny. So tell me. Uh, poor Star is not your first gig. What is, what is Poor Star? Like, walk me through your your kind of your... Um, well, I fell into it, man, by accident. I used to ride a lot of sport bike freestyle, and um, that was, in my mind, I thought, going to be the next spectatable thing. And, you know, hearing rumors of it going to X Games and doing a demo there in their lot and et cetera, and, you know, spending some time with uh, Thomas from XDL. He used to own Stunt Ride Magazine when print media wasn't circling the drain. And... Um, you know, we spoke a little bit and him and his partner, Randy, did XDL. And that was like the AMA, you know, or like the NBL okay. of, of like sport bike freestyle. And people were able to travel to these spaces, gain points, get the recognition and have the structure to bring in sponsors, potentially like Target. You know, at the time it was famous and Red Bull and things yeah. like that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got hurt. I grenaded my shoulder just doing demos. And, and I was in it early, man, where we were testing GP tech adapters, where it was like a T-tap off of like your rear master cylinder for a handbrake setup. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't use both brakes at the same time because if you did the foot brake, the handbrake master would blow out or the handbrake master would blow out when you try to get on the foot brake because you're running up and down the bike or using it for, you know, a circle wheelie or something like that. And uh, anyways, man, I, I, I always remember getting products from companies, you know, sponsors, because people just want to attach to stuff. Again, going back to building that relationship. Yeah. And I just noticed a big void there. You know, I was like, man, you guys are, you have this MSRP, but it still says like Gildan on the inside. And you're telling me you're this great person, but like you just, you just don't seem to care enough to even turn the shirt inside out to just wipe your own tag in it. I mean, don't even worry about doing an embellishment like a hem label. Let's not talk about packaging. Let's not even talk about the human factoring degree that exists for a good user experience and, right. and why the door opens out at McDonald's and in it out back. Let's not even go that far. You know what I mean? Let's, let's just go to, I'm a guy that has merch. I want to build this brand and get it out there, right? Okay, so you align yourself with a relevant age and industry demographic and you do these things, but you don't care because you're so worried about being a big deal you just lost that 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 sense of just giving a fuck, man. And, and it's sad because that's all I'm doing. I'm looking at all the flaws, 
you know, because I don't, it doesn't bother me to lose because I've, I don't, I mean, dude, the name of the brand is Poor Star, like, we don't have shit anyway, so, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? like, I'm completely cool with it. And it kind of cuts me a little slack to do stuff, maybe not the most conventional way. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say half-assed because our stuff is like sometimes, dude. I'm so over-creative and underfunded. It just, I look back at the invoices and I'm like, oh, cool. Like we didn't lose money, <laughs> you know. But uh, the great thing is, man, is 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 that you know, caring. I think is the most lucrative asset to anything, and you can use as much of it as you want. It'll never deplete. You can forget it at home. It's it's constantly with you, and people just walk right by it. And it's to me, it's like the foundation of doing anything. Wow. You know, if you if you do no, that's, it costs I mean, you nothing, dude. You don't have to go to the bank and get the loan. You don't have to do any of that. And so many people go and they they're like, we got a hundred k from this bank and this partner that I'm not really cool with, and I think he's gonna choke me out when he sees me next week. And we built this catalog and we have all this stuff and we're gonna go set up in our ten by ten, and right there there's a table between you and the community and it's uninviting the people cannot come into the booth they can't experience the space you're just another vendor in the row and at the end of the day like what what what, what are you doing you, you know what i mean like honestly like what are you doing i put that whole event together at stone edge didn't have a banner didn't have a booth didn't sell any product and because i wanted i cared so much about it working because I wanted to have a footprint in Bike Week for so long. I'm native to the Daytona area, but I don't want to be set up next to sausage, pepper, and onions and the taser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so... You know, like, I'm, we're just not going to exist in that space. And, you know, just waiting and being patient, man, and just finally getting it there. So, you know, it, it, regardless if it's the biggest event or not, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the user experience, the organic content, the the streamline of seeing the hashtags around so people can follow the event that missed it or maybe didn't want to go because they don't know if it's good yet. Yeah, you know, and, and I, you know, I've, I've been on both sides of that fence, so I know how that shit works, you know, and, and, and it's crazy to me, man, when stuff like that ends to hear rumors of things like, oh, I've said too much or et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, those things I take with a grain of salt because like you said, man, it's those are people's perspectives. You know, yeah, there's only perceptions, reality to agree, but it's only their reality. Is, exactly, is real it's, an, it's, an, it's an independent it, opinion. It's definitely, it's, it, it's left to interpretation yeah. personally inside your own yeah. your own head. Even even if I wasn't a part of that event going on next year, if if it even goes on next year, I'm not even sure if it's going to. I, I do know that at least the city of South Daytona is open to giving out a permit. At least those boys that picked up that park can do something. It, maybe we've left enough of an impact to where they can pick up the straps and say, okay, we put banners here and we did this and, and people will come. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, I, that, <laughs> I'm so, well, I don't understand why a venue has to have a permit to have an event when they're a venue. I just, that's, I never understood me. it either. I never understood it either. But it's you know, fucking money grab. I, I, not only that, I think the other side of business a lot of people forget about, man, and, and I hate to say it, is, is the politics. You know, when I went to put that together, I talked with Bill and Bill talked with bare knuckle Paul and and I'm not saying you have to have that cosign or, or you have to you know tap in like everybody's saying now or anything right. like that but I think it's appropriate to step politically correct but on a professional level where I know Willie and yeah. chopper time has been this thing forever you yeah. know and I, and I know Marcus and and you know and, and Sean and those guys that are really behind the scenes over there and and you know it's it's cool because that you know they were like, man, I like what you're doing down there because you're grooming the younger age and industry demographic to sustain 
something like Willie's, where eventually those guys will be that age and they will go there because they'll have the money for the panhead or the shovelhead or the flathead or whatever. And right now, they're just riding Evo Sportsters and skating mini ramps. So yeah. perfect. If we can keep them engaged, awesome. That works out for the space that my brand lives in. It doesn't step on the feet of other brands or other venues. And, and, it, and it assists. You know, a lot of people create to take. And I pride myself in creating to reciprocate. Where, you know, I'm, I'm totally okay with not being that popular guy, man, or having the biggest or the best or my name on the most stuff. Like I said, I created director of that whole event, didn't have one banner. Right. That's a tough, <laughs> that's, that's a tough thing to do. I did, you know, we do this wheels of steel show in Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they wanted the people that I'm doing that with, I mean, mm -hmm. I kind of brain trusted they they asked me to come in. It was a nonprofit. They said, you know, we want to have a motorcycle event. Right. You're the mo local motorcycle guy. Yeah. We want to, you know, and I said, well, what kind of event? And they said what they wanted to do. And I said, I'm just not, I'm not, absolutely not interested at all. Yeah. And they're like, having the ability to say no is powerful, man. They uh, they really didn't understand me saying no. Yeah. And they said they wanted to have a poker run. I said, no, I'm not interested in, not interested yeah. in that. And they said, well, why? I feel and like said, you don't need me to figure out what you're doing. You already have a plan. Yeah. And so I was like, well, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, first off, and they asked me why. And I said, well, first off, you're trying to raise money. A poker run can raise a couple, couple bucks. Right. But it's not sustainable. Right. It's weather dependent. Yeah. It's dependent on participation. Yeah, absolutely. You're not, you're not giving anybody a product. You're asking somebody to do something for you. you, you Without doing anything for them. Yeah, so poker run is, <laughs> hey, will you and all your friends come do this for me? Yeah. And I said, I'm just not interested in that. Yeah. And she said, well, what would you be willing to do? And for years, I've been wanting to do, uh, I've wanted to do my own event, mm -hmm. indoors, right. high-end, yeah, real pretty venue, like all the, tick all the boxes. Like, uh, there are enough Two dollar beer, three dollar hamburger shows. Yeah, man. And you know what? And that's fine, that's dude. Fi I have that's no totally problem with fine. that. That's not. I don't like going out and sweating my balls off all day. Right. Under the hot sun, drinking yeah. a bunch of or getting rained out beer, or getting rained out, or just not seeing the structure that was that was promoted. I wanted to try to create an event that was motorcycles from an art perspective without stealing any of yeah. Michael Lichter's essence from what he does yeah he's a cool scooters. friend of mine man we talk all the time he's, you know? yeah michael's I, such an enthusiast he's, and, and he's I love such that. a child he has <laughs> such a childlike quality about his demeanor that that is that's an important thing you, you can tell that he's doing it for all the right reasons so yeah i ended up we put this show together and they kept wanting me why aren't you gonna do this you're gonna do that and i'm like i'm not gonna put my name on all i'll put my name on anything that benefits the show right but i don't want to be the currency yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Even with my podcast, yeah, I have sponsors that it's tangible. It is, and <laughs> yeah. I don't put, I don't talk about Cycle Stop USA on here unless I'm talk. I happen to be talking about Cycle Stop USA. Right. There's no Cycle Stop USA commercials. No. There's no. I mean, that's not. That is an entity that has to live and die on its on its own yep. merit. Yeah. This podcast is something that I'm trying to do. I'm doing it professionally now. I want to do right. it more than what I'm doing it. Right. I want to do, I want this to be what I do. Yeah. I drive around and get to no, meet no doubt. people like you and see spaces like this and <laughs> fucking have my mind blown oh, and man, just thank you. freak out. And, and, and It's refreshing to know there's still people out there like that. Yeah, you know? but I mean, this is, I, I, 
this play is, is this is just right out of like some fucking surreal dream for me to Mess. come to a place like this where there's somebody doing what you do that's okay yeah right you're okay i'm okay you're okay uh, completely so going back to what you said earlier <laughs> yeah, right you know what i mean like you're okay so yeah there's no pressure there's no pressure in this conversation absolutely from not. you to make sure that you get your point across about poor star no just like there's no i'm totally have, i'm totally and individually secure both creatively socially and professionally with who i am man and, and i think a lot of people struggle with that I think a lot of people do, and I wish they could find out the difference between happy and pleasure. Yeah. And this podcast, doing it the way I'm doing right now, right? It, this doesn't cost me any money now. No. I've got it to a point to where you're in a great space. This is yeah. Here we are. In in, <laughs> and I'm in your great space today. I was in another great space yesterday. Right. I'm gonna go home and start creating my great space. Right. And be real about it, and and understand, and, but I, at the same time, I don't. I'm not under any duress to have a conversation no, with you. No, no, no. I feel like this is just, it's, it's, a, it's what it's, it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's, this is the first cool. time it's been like this. It's cool. for me. This really, these last two that I've done where yeah. the person on the other end of the podcast really wanted to do it because they wanted to podcast, right. not do it because they wanted to make sure somebody knew about something. Yeah, they were man. Doing. I, I, and know, it's okay that somebody does. I'm totally down with absolutely, that. Man, but absolutely, man. Those podcasts come off that way. I think, like you said, the tortoise and the hare, you know, I'm a firm believer in the pace race. You know, I really am, man. Like, I go long distance. You know, don't get me wrong, dude. I could, I could run like a stole song. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm quick off the hip, man. Like, I, we can put structure together fast. Like I said, we did that entire thing with Stone Edge, Harley, and Sprint in less than 30 days. And, I mean, really moved some stuff around. And I was surprised it went as well as it did. And it didn't go anywhere that I didn't want it to go. And you know, and it served it served two part two two bookends of the marketplace. Absolutely, man. So because Jeff's the late yeah. model performance, right. Clean, yep. Precise, yep. And then you have guys like Ronnie Harris, yep. And uh, and you know yourself on the yep. other end of that to where yeah, Ryan over there at Chopper Crash did did uh, Chopper Trash did a great you know PR. Yeah, it's it's nice, man. People really trust his account because like you were saying, and, and I don't want you to think I'm trying to plug him or anything like that. I, it's just one of those individuals, man, where people literally submit it, and this goes back to relevant what we were talking about, because they want to get in front of 50,000 people. Yeah. But then there's a couple people in there that we told about the event, like Eric Mills, who actually skateboards, and was like, man, I'd love to come down and like tie it off to the bar, bring me and my chick, you know, sleep in a random hotel or just on the yeah. mini ramp. And that's when those great times, man, People go, oh, hey, dude, you know, Bill Danforth, Alva guy, randomly just showed up at 3.30 in the morning and we were skating this mini ramp with him. And nobody will know because everybody's phone was dead or whatever. You know, the people left the event, the gates closed, whatever the case may be. And it's, I'm not saying that did happen, but those create the spaces for that to happen. It creates the opportunity for it, right? And those and are the so topics, the, man. The, the Daytona I have uh, holds a very, very important place mm -hmm. in, in who I am. And I tell people all the time, like, what's your favorite event? I'm like, Daytona. And they're like, yeah. fuck Daytona. <laughs> they don't want us there. Yeah. Sturgis is way better for riding. I'm like, listen, right. <laughs> I don't want to bust your bubble, but I don't go to Daytona for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> I go to Daytona because it's it's this... It's a melting pot, man. It's this melting pot. It's this circus of sensory overload. Absolutely. And bro hugs and yeah. high school reunion with the people that... My peer group don't exist in my 
world. Right. Like in, in, in my zip code, in my area Absolutely. code, very few people, you know. Yeah, Eric, Eric at FNA over there, you, know, you see him banging his shovel head down the road. It's like the only one you see. Exactly. Well, and, and he and I are very, very yeah. good friends. It's like a spaceship. And, I yeah. love Eric. Man. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's su such a good I human being. I a lot being. of his stuff, dude. I really do. Yeah, he's a great human being and can make something out of nothing. Yeah. And, uh, but, a poor star, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a poor star. But my point is that I come here because uh, the greatest weekend of my entire life was uh, with my wife here in right. Daytona. I mean, it'll always hold a great place to me. And That's my cool. parents came here when they were dating. And I mean, like, the, whole, the whole deal. That history, yeah. that authenticity. Like and I like I was saying. telling you, when I got here, and I'm like, I have to use the bathroom. And you're like, yeah, I was right down. I'm, I'm, I'm in an office building, which, first off, kudos to you for understanding uh, thanks, <laughs> that structure. I just, it's just, <laughs> it's so fucking baller to me. Like, have you ever seen the movie Grandma's Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Hilarious. And it, it, it's very funny, very well done. <laughs> right. But I, that, I feel like that's where I'm at. I feel like I I'm at Brainasium, dude. And, <laughs> I love it. And, and I'm fucking just. Yeah, like you said, the bathroom's kind of hood. Yeah, you know, and I went to the bathroom, and the bathroom's hood as fuck. I'm like, once the door closes in the bathroom, I'm in a fucking, it's not a skyscraper, but yeah. I'm in a giant office legitimate, building. That legitimate used, building. This is a legitimate yeah. office building where there's Under, lawyers that yeah. have offices yeah, without here. Yeah. There's city people we're that have 200 feet from the ocean. Yeah, and we're, yeah, and we're <laughs> right by the paper. It looks like we're doing it. <laughs> the, the, we're literally at the ocean. Like, yeah. we could walk down right now no and go, just fucking... Yeah. Eat in any number of fuck and like I stayed yeah. when I come here. I stayed in this hotel that, that they redid, uh -huh. and it's so, dude. Everything about it, everything about Daytona. I've stayed in the fucking the yeah. hood ass fucking. <laughs> yeah. I've come to Daytona with no motorcycle for Bike Week right. and nowhere to stay. Perfect. And fucking crashed on people's That's couches Daytona, and walked man. around and going to lollipops and yeah. you know, I just, it's just it holds such a great place for me. And then to come here and I'm like. Fuck, this is in Daytona. The poor stars in Daytona is, is mind-blowing to me at all. Right. It, I didn't know that that's where you... Cause I saw you rolling at, at Willie's, and I was like, who the fuck is this? I, yeah. How do I not... I didn't know you're. I didn't know Porsche. I didn't associate Porsche because you're not walking around like a, a, a poster child. Half the time, brain. I don't have my own gear on. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> that's so, like that's my chick yells at me all the time. I about hate it. wearing, but I don't. <laughs> I I don't like wearing you're the my same shirts. Way you're not branded either. No, I like wearing black plain T-shirts and it. you know. Just, I love it. And, and I, I my thing is socks and yeah. shoes. Yep. And I have one thing I did do. I did a couple things a couple years ago. It's like right. I had my own. Uh, vests made riding vests Killer. with with fully branded with like the yeah. hang tag the whole rig the whole rig dude yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was just like yeah poly bag tagged everything yeah yeah and then I, retail then rig. which i respect man that's awesome you went that far with it and then i had my own socks made nice and i sat on this sock thing for probably three and a half years i was like i'm gonna have some socks made and yeah I find a company where i can get socks made right and he sends me the estimate i'm like man this is crazy number. i'm never gonna be able to sell these socks right 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 and i'm like you know what Per sock, uh, this is how I sold myself on the deal. I'm like, yeah. per sock, yeah. I'm paying less than what I'm paying to buy a pair of stance, and I have a drawer right. full of stance socks. Right. So the worst thing that's going to happen yeah. is I'm going to have a hundred pair of socks with my logo on them. Okay. And so that's what I did. I bought them, and yeah. I, you know, yeah, yeah. They're not even my favorite socks, but they're right. my. They're, they have my logo on them, you yeah, know, and I man. give them to people. I wish I had, oh, man. had I knew we were going to be able to hook up, I would have brought some for no you. Worries. I'll, I'll, dude, I'll no fucking, worries. No, I'll, I want to get you some. But I, I don't even have any of my own stuff, man, and, and uh, I've been trying to get better at saving it. That's why I got that big 
ridiculous safe <laughs> in the common area. Yeah. Um, it's got samples in it and stuff like that. You know, stuff. Yeah, we, I feel like I would done. be very remiss <laughs> and if, if if I owned a brand like yours and I, your shit is just so like. Dude, we cleared yeah. we cleared that TA hat with the guys from Trans Am Depot. They're doing the new Camaro split, mm -hmm. doing the T-tops, the whole rig. I saw one on the road the other day. I was like, fuck yeah. all around. Dude, six-figure cars. Like, serious. serious and they thing. let you do that? Dude, we called them and told them that. I actually made a gentleman's bet with them. I said, listen, I'm going to hand draw this snowflake honeycomb wheel, you know, which, whichever whichever area. You know, a lot of people describe it differently. Um, it's hand-drawn art. I sent them the whole thing. I said, I know that you guys are auctioning off one of your bandits, not an original one, at the Kissimmee place. I said, I'd like to offer this as the first piece of textile that goes across Barrett-Jackson or Mecham or whatever the case may be and auction it with the car and donate it totally to charity. And if it doesn't work, we'll do it on eBay just between both of our social media platforms and draw some good attendance and we'll donate that money. I, don't get me wrong, huge respect for medical illness. But I also believe that people should have an equal respect you know, even if it's a little less, to like the tech school where auto body and welding and painting and and oh uh, yeah, and you're talking to somebody directing. who taught high school auto shop for four Perfect, years. Perfect, man, that's awesome, dude. Like that, that like really just hit me right there. That's cool because yeah. I think that there would be nothing better than seeing this like logo, this WC with yeah. the with the header pipes. Yep. That's Wesley Chapel Wildcats. That's a Wildcat. If you look at it, yeah. it's a Wildcat. That's I designed sick. that logo, and that logo is on that fuck. On that's that building. Awesome. I started that's the program awesome. from nothing. That's brick awesome. by brick we built See, so, that program. So you know, man, you know, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And the guy wrote me back, he goes, this is amazing. And I, and I was like, is that a green light? He goes, we're so busy. But I love this, and I love your email. Best of luck to you. So we were able to do the whole thing, ship it in the Coors Banquet box, do the hang tag as an air freshener so people could, you know, because it's automotive based, like people that are purchasing probably have, are into motorsports, air fresheners are big in that space. Yeah. How can we make the hang tag differently than just getting pulled off and thrown away? Like Coca-Cola did when they put names on cans, people just mm -hmm. kept them in their refrigerator. That's why their sales didn't go to Pepsi because they were like, oh, I'll have a whole 12 pack that just say Anthony on them. Yep. You know, whatever, I'm looking for that, the collectability, yep. the value again going back to what we were talking about in the structure of business the justification to the incentive that you know these are the factors in the equation of what has been successful for me i don't want to be bold and say success no. but you know those are the things that are it's working made me. you okay the, exactly you know the same thing with the bandana when we did the media is the virus piece you know it was it was up to you to determine whether it's mainstream or whether we even really meant it that way. And it really honestly didn't even have anything to do with politics. It's just my mom waits tables at the barbecue restaurant. I feel so bad that she's already elevated, putting her fingers in cups already and stuff like that. And now with this sensationalism, there's been this just extra weight added to an already heavy topic. And, you know, I, I put it in motion and I usually never do things like that. But what I meant was, you know, the fact that we have these devices now, Mm -hmm. when the very first flu or et cetera came around, if it was that accessible, it would have been nowhere near as valuable of content because we would have already seen it, you know? And, and, and before, like you were saying, it's just pay phones and word of mouth and, and et cetera. And it couldn't spread that quickly. And people bring in their own individual opinions and things like that. And it builds value in stock that you can't even, it's not even tangible. And then people have this subconscious stress and they draw their own conclusions and anxiety and et cetera. And again, not to trail off, it's just kind of mind blowing to me, man, that like when you really sit back 
and look at it. Like you said, you built a program for an entire school from nothing. Right. The strong thing there is, much like myself, you were totally willing to get lost not knowing where you were going. Right. Then not move at all. And I had never taught high school before. And not then not move at all. And, and, and that's powerful, man. It really is. Because when you own, like you were saying, being okay, when you, when you take ownership in yourself, you never have to worry about selling out. And, it, and, it's, and it's not, it frees up that space, you, you know what I mean? Where you can look at things to repurpose. And, and I mean, dude, it's gutter guard and it's open cell foam spray painted black. I'm totally okay with telling you that. Dude, I, don't know why, I don't know why people aren't, man. Like, what the fuck are you so worried about? Like, no, I'm, you, I'm you totally coming up like, with a way oh, in my head oh, while I'm man. sitting here. He's got gutter foam on the yeah, wall. Like, No, I, I, I didn't You would know. never know, dude. No, I didn't know. And, and you've got it. It's open cell phone. Yeah, you've got it in, a, in such a way. And, and I'm looking at some of the little tricks that you've done. And, yeah. and I'm just like, it's. Look at Kia and Mercedes, dude. If, if, if me and you created a car company and just put it on the key a lot, it's price points justified. Like you already know, like it's an $18,000 car. It, you know, you're totally okay with kicking a volleyball into the side of it, whatever. Put it on Mercedes lot with a badge that nobody's ever seen. Sell it for whatever you want. Tell people the leather is like preserved in your own cattle that you raise on the south side of Italy because the sun comes up two hours sooner. The barometric <laughs> pressure. And we rub it down yeah. with, the, uh, with, yeah, yeah, with yeah, anointing yeah. oils. I encourage you to, to look into where their leather manufacturers are because I bet their sourcing houses are maybe six, seven blocks apart. No, they're, they're, it's all the same shit. Exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just being polite. That, to that, yeah, to that point, <laughs> my mother, I used to be in the car business for a so minute. So why bullshit? And my mom wanted a Kia. <laughs> right. This is back 2003. This is right at the end of my being in the car business, which I was in from 95 to 2003. Cool. And... I think it's awesome you multifaceted with that. I because did. I, think there's I took a, lot a long of time to find what I wanted to That's do, so man. That's so cool, man. You know, and I'm still not done. Yeah. I'm still not done. It's so cool. You know, um, I have a, I've had a dream since I was a little kid of being a stand-up comic. Awesome. And being on Saturday Night Live. Awesome. And so the Saturday Night Live thing, that that's not something that's possible just right. for a lot of reasons. Absolutely. But, and I'm okay with that, but. The stand-up comedy is th something that I can go do whenever I want to do it, when I decide to do it. And I have yeah, notebooks man. full of jokes and yeah. stuff that I've written. Go improv, and so, yeah. anywhere. Well, so what we've, we're putting a tour together, mm -hmm. and we hope that it happens. I have a friend that works at Discovery. Nice. And I have a friend who is a stand-up comic. Perfect. And so we wrote a treatment for a show. There you go. And I'm very familiar with treatments and green rooms. We're trying to get like it that. into the right hands, but the idea is we can we can we if we self fund and we think we can, mm -hmm. uh, we can self fund this program, and we're going to get into a bus right in Tampa. Okay. And there's we're going to drive across the country. I know a tour bus driver if you need one. His name's Ralph. Well, thank you. <laughs> so we're going to get into a bus. And we're going to go across the country hitting open mics. Yeah. And I have the premises I've never been up. So I have yeah. to not go up. Right. I'm going to go up, fail. Absolutely. My friend that does it is going to help me punch my jokes up. And by the time we make it to L.A., yeah. we want to try to get on at the store. I mean, we think that's, that's we a think good that, model. We think that that'll work. Well, you're owning it. Yeah, you're owning all the failures on you're the way there. You're owning it, man. And the, the potential for... If, if it's good and we have the right people participating, yeah, then we have a, a commodity that we can sell to a network. Without a doubt. Even if it's just structure alone and they implement talent sure. into the blueprint that you guys yep. have built. I mean, dude, not to hit too close to home, but it's, it's an eight-mile effect, you know? 
Eminem's like, yeah, I am poor. I am a piece of white trash. I do live with my mom in a trailer. Right. Here's your mic. What are you going to say? No. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're going like, to talk about what you know. At that point, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you, you, the, the fear, I believe, comes from the unknown. And when you have options, fear is obsolete. You know, if you go through door A, B, or C, what's going to happen behind each one of those doors. Right. So you have nothing left to fear. It's just like you said, having the ability to be okay with whatever the repercussion or success is on the other side of that threshold. You know, and, and, then you, and then, again, freeing up that space allows the creativity to thrive. Well, so I have a model that I use that I call it the Days of Thunder model. And one of my favorite movies. Is it? Okay, so God, you'll, you'll understand favorite, this. It's one of my favorite movies. So, you know, <laughs> she's like, you're scared. You're yeah. scared, Cole. Yeah. Let me out of the car. Let right. me out of the car. Right, right, okay. right. Well, so something happens in that movie. He gets in a crash, right? Absolutely, yeah. His friend's crashed. Yeah. And he goes over to his friend's house, does Rowdy. a baseball bat yep. thing. I love that movie. He's back so in the much. saddle. Yeah. And he has to trust that the guy. Harry. That's telling him just go high. Yeah. Just go high. But yeah. you're gonna have it to will hold. You're yeah. gonna have to do it. Yep. But he's gotta mash the gas and right. go all the way through it yeah, as yeah, hard yeah. as he can. And that's yeah. how he gets through it. Right. Is he mashes the gas, right. gets through the shit that mm -hmm. we will never know what was in that pile of smoke. No. That's why it's the smoke and mirror show. But <laughs> what we do know is he got through it. And that's all that matters. And we know how he got through it. Like you were saying, don't right. don't ponder the before or the after, just ponder the now. Well, that's why the rearview mirror is this big and the windshield yeah. is this big. Exactly, dude. <laughs> so let me ask you something because you said something very interesting earlier, mm -hmm. and I, I would I would like to I want to recall it and say it back to you, and Absolutely. then you tell me you tell me I'm going to give you an analogy. Okay. So you mentioned something about people uh, wanting to make sure that they validate how how hard they had it. Yeah, yeah. They're from this neighborhood or this, and and, right. and I do this too. I it's it's almost kind of a virtue signal. Right. But wouldn't you say that it's fair to to say that in the group of people that I know, in the group of people that you know, mm -hmm. in a Venn diagram, there would be a lot of overlap. Absolutely, yeah. And birds of a feather tend to flock together. Yeah. So isn't it? Isn't there a piece and part of that that this virtue signal that we throw out there about how tough it was when we were growing up or that or how rough we've had it because of choices that we've made mm. that it seems like it's a bit braggadocious, but that we all that's the one commonality that we all have in our in, in you know, you and I don't know each other right. outside of today, but we know a lot of the same people and we're close with a lot of the same people. Yep. So we have a lot of the that's the commonality that binds us. Mm hmm. So we have to show that off. You know, I, I think if I think if it's if it's a double-edged sword, I think the delivery and the development, which is like really ultimately like what I was, you know, not to stray from the question, but really what we pride ourselves on in any creativity. You know, I think that's the foundation. And you know, to polish that answer, I think at the end of the day, man, when you deliver something and you don't consider perspective, you have to make sure that you know, you're able to make it multicultural. And what I, what I mean by that is, yeah, it's the common denominator that holds us all together, but I feel like a lot of people don't say it progressively. They say it sympathetically. And then the justification, you know? So they're fishing. Yeah. They're fishing I, for a canned response back to them. I believe so. Because there's only two responses, right? There's I, three responses. There's, wow, that sucks. Right. And then you end it. 
there's the one that there's the one that's like man you know yeah but things are good now well, you know going like you were saying going back to giving the analogy um you know i recently had an individual text me i had i was like i was like hey where'd you go we were out at iron horse i had to leave why is bike all right you know because i'm very progressive pma person like yeah. anything cool wrote back certain people so yeah, I could have made that left and went down that long road of counter productivity and whatever and been there and been a great friend and et cetera. Or I could have been a better friend and make the right, which is what I did and said, no worries, man, but maybe do a better job at only being around people that don't make you feel anything other than good. Yeah. And, and he just gave back like, you know, the, the lightning bolt emojis like, hell yeah. Because I think maybe, you know, he's used to the, like you said, oh, we got it hard, man. Don't worry. Here's a beer. Or like, oh, it's just who we are, bro. And blah, blah. And not wanting to break that chain. Like, at what point do you stand up and say, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, I call it participatory negligence. When you're yeah. in the room, when you yeah, know that, you know, that there's some bad shit going to go down. Like, I'll give you any good example. This is yeah, a good example. That's good terminology, man. Um, yeah, I don't think participatory is a real word, but it sounds like it's it okay. could be. It's okay. But man. you know what I'm saying when it's participatory negligence? Yeah. Like, you were involved, even though you didn't do what caused the harm, right. you were in a situation that was likely going to end one of two ways. Absolutely. And so I was a big street racer in yeah. Detroit. I mean, that was, I, my, I mean, I on. cut my teeth on it. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did. Yeah, man, we that's did cool. It at a pretty high level, and uh, I wasn't here this one particular evening, but there yeah. was a race on the Lincoln Park and Detroit border. Mm -hmm. And uh, see, this is where it'd be great to have a producer like pulling that up on the screen. Well, that, that's that, what's yeah. nice about the confidence monitor and everything like that, because all the B-roll that we have and everything rolls in, and then it becomes engaging. Yeah, that's where the documentative side comes so in. So there was a there was two guys racing. Uh, I won't say their names, but mm -hmm. um, they were drag racing Mustangs. Yep. Right. Uh, one of the cars broke. Yep. Went in, went into went off the road. Okay. Ended up landing in a U-Haul parking lot. Okay. In between the propane tank, I mean, it ripped the car apart. Yeah. And uh, when it went off the road, right, it hit a hooker. Wow. It was three o'clock in the morning. Jeez. And this was a this woman was was yeah. working. And uh, I kind of think that, you know, yeah, if you're yeah. there to watch a race, right? you know, and I, evidently she wasn't there to watch the race, but she was out working. She was a working girl at right, night. Right, no doubt, yeah. And, and so this girl got, she got killed. Oh, my goodness. And this person ran from the uh, scene yeah. and they ended up catching him and the right. other guy ran from the scene right. and ended up leaving the country wow. and was a professional drag racer in the Middle East Unreal. and got busted. He was on America's Most Wanted. Wow. So this is like a, a big, big yeah. story but I think there's some participatory negligence yeah. in the part of, if you're at, a, at something like that and something goes wrong, Absolutely. you have to assess those risks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't tell me, hey, we're going to go down to the iron, I don't even want to say the iron, we're going to go down to one of the roadhouses right. and we're going to get, we're going to drink as much beer as we can, mm -hmm. but we're staying here in Norman Beach on the water in a hotel. Okay. So we're going to ride our motorcycles yeah, over we, there yeah, and we get we're, drunk. We're leaving. And then we're, no, we're, we're going to we go over there with the back. express purpose to get drunk and then we're going to get on motorcycles yeah. and then we're going to ride back mm -hmm. and then we're going to, first yeah. off, 
one of us could hurt ourselves. Right. One of us could hurt somebody else. Right. If we do get hurt by somebody and it's not our fault, it's still going to be our fault because <laughs> we're intoxicated. <laughs> right. right. And we're going to hope we don't get pulled over and hope that the bikes don't break down and we draw attention to ourselves. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, a, a lot, lot of these variables. metrics. Do you understand what I'm saying? A lot of variables, man. You know, that's what we... so it's like, well, why not? Do you guys want to go riding motorcycles or do you want to go drinking? Because I'll do either. I love yeah. to drink. Right, right. But I don't want to. This, those are two things that I don't want to conflate anymore. I've done it. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying I have. No it's, doubt. What I'm saying is that you there's like there has to be part of staying okay mm -hmm. is mitigating some risk. No, very much so, man. You know, I, I talked to you. You know, that's really where we came up with the hustle responsibly thing um, with, with our stuff, you know, because I think that hustle is taking on a derogatory yeah. Definition. And what I mean by that, man, is like I'm on three hours of sleep right now. Fully engaged. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I respect the fact that you even reached out and very humbled. Because in my mind, like you said, unbranded, I don't perceive myself as as this subject, if that makes any sense. You know, and, and here no. we are and here we are unpacking great, you know a great, great story for anybody that's into business, wanting to build a product, learning how to persevere in life, and it's very inspirational and progressive, and and, and borderline educational. I love being part of those things, and, and I'm so glad that I'm here because of that. But that's the hustle, man. That's just getting up and kind of having a little bit of a stomachache and being like, ah, I'm gonna meet this guy, no big deal. And you being like, hey, I'm running over, and I'm like, no pressure. You know, I'll, I'll make use of my time and you know, keep working on the Vans rendering and et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's why I was like, man, is, you know, like you said, if you're going to go out and drink and you're going to go ride, it, as cliche as it sounds, just do it responsibly, man. You yeah. I mean? Like that whiskey's only sitting here because for about two, three weeks when Yellow Wolf launched that company, uh, you know, I made some graphic art for their label. If they ever use it, great. It's a gift. It says it in the info deck. It was because they, you know, he gave me this ring off the Trunk Music Three album. That's why I'm badass. We, yeah, dude. when we met him, signed the bike, et cetera, et cetera, and um, you know, we just keep it in here because I got some promotional things from them, you know, during that time. But again, going back to creating to reciprocating, um, you know, that has always been a good a good foundation, and not to tear off, but like you were saying earlier, you know, you got to be able to read that playbook in the game of life to allow yourself to have that, you know, time to create or the ability to be there and not be jammed up in the Middle East because, you know, you ran from it. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about, so... I'm only saying that because I don't drink, it's, it's simply professional. You know what I'm trying no, to say? No, I mean, it, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it. It's no, bit, yeah. I, every, you know, my, my podcasts, some some of them are drinking podcasts. Yeah, no, by some all means, some please have some whiskey if you want. Um, it's great. <laughs> but uh, let's talk a little I bit about... I was only unpacking it just because... You know, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, and I wasn't trying to... I didn't, and I didn't want to disparage that no, or absolutely. bring that up either. No, yeah. I just want you know that you, I think you have to read the room, right? Right. That's and what that's part about. of being malleable and, and, Very much and, so. and agreeable to what's going on. Yeah. So let's look at something, you know, I consider Yellow, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of his. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've I've really kind of backed away from uh, certain situations just because I've, I've come to have some friends now that are, that, that do, that did or do what he does for a living. And, mm -hmm. and so I was, I was talking with Fish from Alleyway, and this, maybe this will, you'll be able to clear this up for us. Yeah. When I meet somebody... 
I'm usually pretty good at, at making friends with them. You know, I, I, I can have an intelligent conversation. I can yeah. have a lowbrow conversation. I can have, right. you know, I can listen. Well, well, being malleable, like you said, man, yeah. I think that's a, a, yeah. But I feel like when you meet somebody and they, like, they'll give you their number. Right. Okay, now, you have somebody's number. You don't know how many times their phone rings a day or what people are coming at them in that. Absolutely. And I believe that some people give you a stack of cards that are like get out of jail free cards. Mm -hmm. Hey man, just you know what? I enjoyed hanging out with you. Right, man. Call me anytime, man. You know. Right, right, right. And then you don't. Or some people give you three cards. There's right. three get out of jail free cards. Right. And some people give you none, but they still give you your number. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm I now have friends through doing this right. and through the bike business where I know there's people I can call no matter what. Yep. I know there's people I can call for certain things. Yep. And I know that there's people I can call, but they're extremely busy. Mm. They're very nice people, but you've, you've yeah. got to be conscious of their time. Yeah, no, very much so. Right. So I would imagine that that gentleman right there, yeah. that if... And there's the fourth one where, you know, you don't, you get the time that you get with that person and that's it. And that's it, yeah. Right. And I've had those too. Right. Um, where it's, it's funny that, you know, you have to be careful and you have to be careful telling people that you're friends with somebody who they might know from MTV or yeah, know you never, from, you never know, you know, you don't know. Yeah, you never know. You, like you said you have friends at Discovery, man. You yeah. Don't know. When, when you get, yeah. when you get up there, you got to be careful saying that because yeah. somebody would say, Hey, well, I'm not friends with him. No, yeah, like, non-disclosures, you know, exist at that level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where you're like, you, uh, that's where and I don't have any non-disclosures with right, anybody. Right, I right. mean, if somebody gave me their number, yeah. I, I'm careful about contacting very them. Very much so, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's it's kind of a weird space, and mm -hmm. so I'm learning that. I, I tell you, I do. There's yeah. rules. There's rules, right? Oh, man. And they're not written down anywhere. No. And somebody, if you're good enough, and you're in that space enough, someone's going to pull you out and go, hey, don't call him for that. That's right. Yeah, you can yeah. call him, but don't call him for that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. If you're gonna call him, you should text him first, and don't fucking ever Facetime him. Ever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. No, no doubt. And, <laughs> and you know, man, I think I think that's just etiquette when you're working at certain levels in certain spaces. And and a lot of people, man, they get on that just like I'm a man, you're a man, we both have horns, let's lock them up. And and it's like for what? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like okay, cool, man, this is your mountain, this is how it operates. Yeah, but this is the hill you're going to die on, too, because if this doesn't work... Exactly. If this doesn't work, if Poor Star doesn't work... Yeah, yeah. ...and you're not okay... Right. Everybody's going to remember how you treated them when they came... When they... Very much so. You know, and so you're, you've made so. a comment earlier on about, like, this is as big as it's getting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how do you shut that opportunity off? Like, when is it... I get I get someone calling you with an opportunity. I had an opportunity to do something very early in my career. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not equipped for that. You would be setting me up for failure. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Thanks, but no thanks. Without a doubt. You know, and, and I was glad I passed on that opportunity. And you never know that. Might, you never know that might be somebody feeling you out, man. You know, I that think might that be too. I think everything's, I think Dude, everything's I did it a test. The, I did it with the whiskey thing, man. I talked to um, Wolf's team. I did it too and because if you were drinking whiskey, I'd be drinking whiskey right now. And you said, "Go ahead, take it." So yeah. I thought you were testing. Like yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. I, no, 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 I thought you were saying like, and that's okay. That you could have been from being in that space. No, no, 
But that's what I'm talking about, yep. is that these are unwritten rules that you and I know because yep. we're in certain... That's reading the play, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so... And, and, you know, me, unlike a lot of people, man, like I was saying earlier, a very open book, that any anything that I do is genuine, and I'm glad you bought that up in a way of a test, right? Because this is going to make a lot of it. I wasn't testing you, so you no, know, I thought you were no, testing no, no, me. No, absolutely not. And and this will justify that, right? So I DM Creekwater randomly because I know some people within the camp, loosely. Yeah, um, you know who they are. Right, my buddy Garrett Riker does a lot of filming. Uh, I met Edward, um, you know, Wolf's, Wolf's manager uh, years ago at Tampa Amp. Um, Wolf came down to do something. That's how I met Josh and all them guys from iHeart. Uh, they flew in quickly to do a thing. Wolf was actually gonna be a pro skater. He actually skated Tampa in, I think, 96 or 97, oh, before wow. he was even gonna be a musician. Um, that's why he has a lot of that in his content. I didn't know that. Yeah, et cetera. Um, I meet those guys. Uh, I see Edward. I say, hey, man, it's Wolf here. Um, he was like, yeah, why? I said, Brian uh, Schaefer, who owns the park, needs to speak with him, whatever. And he's like, yeah, he's in the green room, blah, blah, blah. So we're talking. A buddy of mine has a boom box from Famous Stars and Straps. Quick story. Signed by everybody. When I launched my brand, uh, Jamal Kennard, Warren James, they were the sport bike freestyle riders for Famous at the time. Uh, back when I was just recently talking about XDL and Thomas and those guys from Stunt Ride and et cetera. And... Um, Anyways, he's going back to collect a signature. Big deal. Um, it's great. Value it. I uh, fast forward a couple years. Um, I'm on my way to the the bar. The guys are like, hey, we're in your city. And I wrote, why? Thinking like, are you passing through? I didn't know they actually had something to do here. Yeah. And he was promoting it in independent stores, which I thought was great because I'm like, ABC is probably trying to throttle it. That would ultimately be the deal. They just yeah, recently... like guitar. It would be like a guitar center thing, <laughs> right? Bag you know, Daryl's yeah. like little clinic. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I was like, oh, that's really cool because your agent industry demographic goes and shops at those places. You know what I mean? Like low fashion, low budget, etc. Yeah. You know, the whole American brand. <clears throat> and anyways, we get there. Um, my buddy Matt, you know, is the general manager over there. He sees me pull up my bike, etc. Garrett's like, man, that, that your bike out there? I said, yeah, yeah. And uh, we pull up, bus door opens, see Wolf. He's like, he looks at me. Edward looks at me. He's like, what's up, Tampa? I'm like, what's going on, man? I ain't seen you in a long time. I was like, hey, you're the VP now. You're like the merch guy when I met you, you know? Mm -hmm. And they've known each other, I'm assuming, God, since childhood. So not to tear off, going, going back to the story, like you were talking about, like tests and things like that. We do the whole deal. The night goes great. I get the ring from Wolf, signs the bike, we create some content, rad, recognize, rad, we're moving on. Right. Edward goes, yo, we're gonna be in uh, Jacksonville for Rockville. I said, oh, that's cool, man. And he goes, hey, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put you on the list, give me a call at 11.30. I said, okay, cool, I'm eating cereal, 11.05, my phone rings. I'm like, no way, this guy's serious. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, man, I'm I getting you on the list. How far are you from us? I said, about an hour. He said, perfect, I gotta go get a Wolf and them from the hotel room, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, like, okay, cool. Get there, boom. Text them, check in. Hey, man, I know you guys got to do autographs, merch, sound check. You know, I'm sure you got a lot going on. Let me know when it's cool to come over. Silence. About like eight hours goes by. I leave Rockville. I text them. I say, look, man, I really appreciate everything you guys did. Not a super fan. Just happened to be part of that agent industry demographic you guys market to. The enthusiast. Mm -hmm. You know, et cetera. Um, please just do me a favor and don't, don't ever waste my time like that again. And everybody's like, I can't believe you just sent that over there. And I was like, man, I'm just good. Meanwhile, we get to I'm talking okay. back. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that, man. I'm totally okay with that because those guys are busy and I don't hold any grudge there. And again, like you were saying, I'm sure they mess with people that test them. And maybe yep. they were testing me. 
and who knows if that opportunity is over or whatever. There's no bad smoke or steam there at all. You know, right. it, it is what it is. It's just interesting, like you were saying, I only unpack that, where like it's crazy to start getting into levels of things where like you really have to be able to read the play on the fly. They're video games. They really so are. So you're gonna you need a cheat code sometimes. Sometimes yeah. there's hidden fucking rooms. Yeah, they really if are. If you don't have the cheat code, you're not yeah. getting into the hidden room it, in that video and, game. And some people would think like And I'm not a video gamer, but I right. know how that kind of works. Some people would perceive and myself did for a long time ago, man, I was a little too forward to probably fuck that opportunity all up. Poor Stars American, what a great collab that would have been. You know, you know, and, and who but knows? it might have been unmanageable and you wouldn't have been okay. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, dude, who knows if I fucked it up? Who knows if somewhere down the road somebody goes, man, we don't even really know how to deal with this fucking guy because he's not a fucking super fan. He's not somebody we can mold into what yeah. we need that best fits our program. He's really okay. And it's okay being okay. And that's okay, man. So it was it was cool to hear you say that. That's the only reason I went on that rant. I didn't mean to no, it's not. But it was just relevant to like the, you were talking I, about that test. And I that love the story. Being like malleable that. and things you, like that. So. so everything is, you know, Henry Ford. It bothered um, me for a long time. I was like, fuck. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, the upside is. I'm okay. I'm all right. And maybe I'm playing at the same level. So it's okay. And they're probably like, shit, I don't know if we can really do that. Because like you said, we can't, we can't contain that. No, I mean, some people are, you know, I think there's two kinds of people, faucets and drains. Yeah. And you, and we've all been one or the other at, at, you know, at different times of our lives. But I think that there's such a, such a lesson in that for them. Right. Them being and anybody. My, and who, myself and included. You, yeah, and, yeah. And I don't think that, I, I, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good plan. I mean, yeah. what you did was. I, I I admire it. Yeah, that's um, why I sent the info deck and was like, here's some art. You know, thank you for the ring. Thank you for the tickets. Like, I appreciate the invite. You know, take this info deck, run with it. And, you know, they just recently did a deal with Walmart. Mm -hmm. You know, if I ever see the artwork that's on the label, I'm not even going to care. I'm going to be so happy that somebody noticed it. That's fine. I'm not looking for a royalty check or anything like that. I could care less. Well, you know, you know it's, it's funny. It's, it, that goes back to creating to create to reciprocate and don't create to take. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah I, I, but I think it's incumbent upon people and imperative that they, they pay their thing. And I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the relationship in this situation, but one of the most iconic, what is, if you think like the most iconic chopper logo ever, mm -hmm. what do you think of? Um, I'm a big fan of Indian Larry's question mark. Okay. Um, so what, but what would be more, what would be even uh, more mainstream than that? Oh, mainstream? Definitely yeah. Jesse's West Coast. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So Jesse's West Coast, do you yeah. know where that came from? I don't, actually. Okay, so yeah. there's a guy online okay. on Instagram. Right. He's a sinner. Okay. His name's Rob Fortier. Okay. And Rob Fortier is the guy who designed that for Jesse. They were high school friends. No way. And Jesse told him, I'm going to put this on a shirt. And Jesse, that made Jesse worth $100 million. Yeah, literally did it in that one week at Walmart. I think, what, their highest selling shirt was Corona beer or something like that, right? So... My my thing there is is that I would have to, you know, if you're going to give a homeless person money, right? You can't say like, hey, that's that's not for beer. That's yeah, that's yeah. only for vitamins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're going to give somebody it's only something, for a double cheeseburger. Yeah. If you're going <laughs> to give somebody something, you mm -hmm. if you don't want to give a bum money, mm -hmm. buy my hamburger. Right. Go in and buy two. Yeah. When you come out, go, hey man, I don't know if you're hungry or not. Just, and yeah. don't wait for, don't fucking stand there with your goddamn iPhone no, and yeah. videotape yeah, yeah, you yeah. giving the yeah, bum yeah, the hamburger, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then this bum have to not have the response that you wanted him to have, uh, and you embarrassing the shit out of him, and then you yeah. spend the next 
five minutes on your video consoling him. I mean, it's like the worst oh, fucking virtue signal I've ever seen. The other one is people are like, uh, share this meme if you've ever bought somebody's lunch. Yeah. Man, stop. How about yeah. no? Stop. How yeah. about if you did that for any other reason other than just do it because you wanted to? Right. And that's your Just be okay. And that's be, your why can't you be good with just, just be okay. being you know what you did before? Yeah, right? man, just be okay with it. Do you get what, what I'm saying on that? Like how this, I think that I th is so gross. I think people use, I think people use, I, when you told me you're like, oh, I was getting ready to work with this 501c, it like scared the shit out of me. Because I feel like the 501c, like people file those and they go and they say, this is what we're doing. And obviously we can't have any more than what our operating capital is and show no profit. Okay, great. But I feel like people round off the sharp edge of certain things. And maybe not everyone. I'm not saying everyone. You know, for all I know, you could have a 501c. No, I don't. So, I, you know, the, the show that we do every year benefits a 501c mm -hmm. in our community. Right. And so we did put the show together. And sh right. the show's going great. Right. My point was is that I didn't want to do something that wasn't something I could attach myself to. Genuine. Genuinely, without yeah. putting my name on, on, the, right. on the marquee. My name's not on the marquee. I just told you we did that whole Stone Edge thing. I never even had a banner. Yeah. A booth, and, nothing. Yeah. I sold nothing. I sold nothing. Legend Suspension was there. My buddy King Tony, all them guys. I yeah. know every single one of them, dude. I know every single one of them, bro. You know, and, and, and it's just, I didn't do it because I was just, it was genuine. Yeah. Like you I said. I didn't know King Tony was there. Yeah. I need to get a hold of him. And uh, he's a good guy, man. And he reached out to me a week ago or so about being at our show, and then I didn't hear yeah. any more back from he's him. He's so good, man. You know, his buddy Drew, you know, he just recently, his whole face is tattooed. Those are rebel, the Rebel Den dudes, right, from Oklahoma? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 And, and, and Drew is just, he's such a rad dude, man. Or, um, I'm sorry, King Tony's such a rad dude, you know, and it, it, it was just, you know, man, at, at the end of the day, and so is Drew, you know what I mean? They're, they're both really cool. And it's just, dude, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's, it's sad that, like you were saying, people don't want to be genuine. You know what I mean? They're so worried about profitability. And it's like, you tell me, dude, what's more, people use, throw around the term priceless, timeless. Yeah. Right? Okay, great. Um, I did this service. This is your invoice. Okay. That's not timeless. Yeah. No. But. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's not. You know what I mean? And people like you were saying with the meme, I'm going to do this and because it's what's hot right now, people are just going to be all over it. And my Instagram is going to go to 20,000 followers and, or 200,000 or 2 million or whatever the case may be. Dude, how many Instagram accounts have you come across? 388,000 followers. You never heard of them in your life. That that's it. That's good that you brought that up Dude, because it's just I, not that good optic, content. That's something that I've been like kind of toiling over. I'm like, yeah, I only I, have I, like three thousand or 2,500 people or some kind of shit. I personally, not to interrupt you, but I really think it's going to be the new thing. I think when people see accounts that only have X amount and they go through who it is, people go, man, how is like Sprint? And like Rhett Rotten and like these people, it, Jeff Holt, they're following this little account. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're why, right. Why is that? You know what I mean? Because there's substance there. There's authenticity. There's history. Those are the priceless intangibles well, one of my that sponsors people told can't me, buy. My sponsor told me, he's like, dude, he goes, I'm not, he goes, I have people that, you know, you don't have 30,000 followers. He goes, but you have yeah. very loyal followers. And they know yeah. it because I have a discount code for their product <laughs> on my website. You know what I mean? Because so, you care and you're genuine. And I do. How weird is that? And Two I things spend, that cost you nothing. It costs me no nothing bank needed. to sit with my phone and spend some time promoting the brands that I, I, I'll tell you something that I do that yeah. this is corny, but it worked. No, hey. I wanted to work with this clothing company. Right. I 
so I started creating ads for them and yeah. hashtagging them and putting them in there. What's wrong and with it that? was like, hey man, I, I sent them out a thing. Mm -hmm. I want to work with you. Right. I believe in what you're doing. Yep. And I want to. Uh, this is what I'm looking at trying to do. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're really, you know, we don't have a budget for it. Mm -hmm. I said, great. I like. I told you when love I came it. in here. I love. I love it. With like rogue brands of people <laughs> that are doing small batch things. Yeah. But they're doing a good job at it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck, I, it is not going to cost me any money to do this for you. So I've been doing it. I started posting for them. Right. And all of a sudden now, he called me two weeks ago. I don't want to say who it is. But right, no, it's They fine. called me two weeks ago, and they're like, hey, we want to pay you a commission on your sales. And I told him, listen, don't. Wow. I like our relationship right Powerful. now. Powerful. Powerful, man. I said, let's go through 2021. I will continue to do brand marketing for you. Yeah. For what you're doing for me now, I said, when new product comes out, yeah. send me some. Right. Let me build some content around it. Exactly. That's core influencing. Keep me, keep me, keep my discount code where it's at. Because what they were going to do is cut my discount code. Yeah. And give me the difference. I thought, no. Yeah. Because I'm what? Because I'm okay. You're okay. Because I'm okay. You're okay, man. I can tell them, listen, let's go through all 2021. Right. Don't pay me a dime. Yeah. Keep things the way they are. Keep me laced up once in a while when new stuff comes out. Whatever. And... I want. I just want yeah. to keep working with you. I have a hair care product that I'm working with. That's rad. That I use their product every day, anyways. Yeah. I was buying it at Target. Right. And then now they don't sell it at Target, and I, and I was. A, that's a big vendor. Target is. That's a large vendor for a and company. So now they're doing it. They're selling it on their own. Right. And which they're probably doing even better with. I have to tell <laughs> you that I was. I was a bit remiss on when something happened, and I'm not talking out of school. I don't know if they'll listen to it or not. But they will. But it. it, it or if they do, I could justify why I feel the way I do. Right. I've done a, a pretty substantial amount of marketing, and we had an agreement, and mm -hmm. they've kept up with their end of the agreement, and I've kept up with mine, and then they go get somebody who's got a bigger podcast than mine. Right. And I didn't even get like a, hey. Yeah. Will you help us promote this? Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, it's just exclusion. It was just like, it was kind of like, yeah. oh, but you're... You're already doing stuff for us. Right. It was a thing like, hey, man, don't... I appreciate the opportunity to work with you. And I had to do this. I had, I had, a, I had a soap company. Right. My very first, like, real sponsor. Mm -hmm. And I really liked their product. It was a small batch hand soap company yeah, yeah. in Texas. Cool. Really neat product. Right. Didn't burn your cuts. Right, didn't right. dry your hands yeah, out. Function. It was expensive, but mm -hmm. it was good. Mm-hmm. And they sent me some samples, and they set up a discount code, and I, you know, I was going and going and going. And after, like, 30 days, they're like, yeah, we're not seeing any results, so we're not working with you anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. It's only 30 days. That's crazy. And this other company that I'm working with now, yep. that it, 90 days in, yeah. we started a deal. Yeah. The next 90 days, things ramped up, and now this last 90 days, everything they're calling me, wanting me to do like they, they, they want to make sure that I want to I want to work with them. I'm like, look, don't pay I'm me invested. any money. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already I'm already I'm, I'm already your guy. Yeah. I'm your brand ambassador. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm turning myself into that by yeah. doing work. I yeah. you know I'm I want to do the same thing with a helmet company. I want to do the same thing with a with a communicator company. Yeah, you know, fortunate for them, they might not even know the structure of how to retain a brand ambassador or what it takes to you know revolve that wheel or, or oil those gears if you you know what I mean and right and and you never know you might be doing them volumes and I think that that's cool because you're purely doing it you know it, doing it, it. it was like when I said wolf's team all that stuff I, I legitimately dude like I'm okay and people go 
what do you got millions of dollars in the bank? And I'm like, I can promise you I'm the most financially unstable person in the room. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you don't believe me, like, look at no, the name of my company. Yeah. yeah. It's very, I just told you I was using gutter guard for open cell phone. <laughs> you, know, you know, but, but you know, like you said, if, if there was visuals and you've seen it, nobody would ever know. Dude, I would have been, I, I wouldn't have been as blown away as what I am coming here if I would have come in to a studio that was professionally yeah. built. I would have been impressed. Right. I'm like, God damn. You'd be like, oh, it's real. It, it is. But it's real. this is... This is work. I feel work in this room. It sweats that, man, you know, and, and that's because that's a lot of opportunity is missed because it's dressed up in fucking in in overalls. And that's what I was talking about earlier, man, with people just wanting to make big budget purchases because it camouflages a lack of creativity and, 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 and just overall resourcefulness. And then they actually have the audacity to tell you that no, we don't want to work with you anymore, man. Matter of fact, they don't even tell you. They no, just go to another vendor. Right. You know, and, and whatever the case may be. And it's, and it's mind-blowing to me because, okay, let me ask you this. You actually have all this money to be able to do this stuff. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, how do you not have the common sense or the courtesy to at least send an email or a DM? You know? I got I mean, my whole company used as a case study for a, a brand that's on both Google Play and, and, and Apple, you know, App Store. Mm -hmm. um, which I love because I believe in action sports there's people that are so talented but you'll never know because they're from dirt floor Guatemala and they'd be the next you know Tony Hawk oh my god but they don't have Ubisoft and PlayStation 5 would just be like I'm sending the jet right now I'm serious and the worst part is even if they got there they don't even have the management or the structure they to don't sustain have, it they don't they would get completely taken advantage of and this and this app I, I don't want to disclose the name uses my brand as a case study for okay. augmented reality. Um, say they geonet something, right? A bench, a handrail, whatever. You go and perform said activity there. You know, you get points. You're knocking, you're checking the boxes, like you said, right? Okay. And when you move the camera there, there's my textile, hat, t-shirt, whatever, floating, you know, like augmented reality is when it either animates the artwork or, or whatever. Um, and I'm like, this is great. You know, this is awesome. You guys, you guys will probably end up hosting the first, like, digital X Games. Somebody in Kuala Lumpur will be able to skate against someone in Japan or, or, or Nebraska. You know, you know what I mean? Like, this, this is awesome. And, you know, with, with things like Corona and stuff like that and no contact stuff and, and whatever, everything in disarray, I was like, wow, you guys will be able to thrive and you'll be discovering talent that people are just, these people are going to, it was like when somebody backflipped a dirt, like, never, nobody ever thought it was yeah. possible. You know, oh, dude, the, the X Games tail whip stuff. I mean, they right. do stuff now. I watch kids do stuff on BMX bikes. You know, I'm like, oh my god, we used to joke about that. Yeah, unbelievable, right? And and so I, in my mind, now going back to the topic at hand, like you said, next thing I know, a buddy of mine does some videography for them, goes to a convention. My buddy's super excited. They want to use the trailer. They ask us, yo, can we show this at X event for X purpose? You know, okay, fine. And, and whatever the case may be, radio silence, right? I hear through the grapevine, the entire thing has all my branding, my entire level, everything we've promoted, all these people that were engaged and believed sells to a major skate vendor for commas. I never hear nothing from any of these people. 
I sent the guy an email. I said, hey, man, I appreciate everything you did. I said, not for nothing. You seem to think that you're very smart. And what I would do is consider that some of the music that's uploaded in these videos, you may or may not have the licensing rights for. They fly from their country to meet me and give me the in-person letdown, which I was okay with because for a minute, like I was saying, I think other people are like, ah, we'll just keep them over here because they don't know no better. So it's, it's funny, man, in what you might perceive as defeat or failure comes great success. I really believe that. And if it doesn't, it comes with great individual character growth, which will lead you to not make those same mistakes or be as open or perceive things as tests. And even if that's a little sketchy to live that way, at least you end up being okay and you have the time left on the clock to go and do productive, progressive things. Yeah, and not spin my wheels with people that are not going to, because I said there's two kinds of people, faucets and drains. Dude, they're not even thinking about you right now. Yeah. They're not thinking about me. They're, they're, they're in a studio or developing something else or, or doing whatever. So you should be able to have that same thing and it shouldn't be dictated by routing numbers and real estate and no i mean money yeah. money equals a, a release of pressure i mean you can make things go yeah. away but real problems are here to stay I agree. um I, so i i still don't the, the one thing i i still have the question mark over my head and yeah. is poor star right excellent i mean thanks man killer branding right like Thank i feel you. like it's like i want to be I feel like it's almost not gang mentality, but like right. like it's a it's if you know about your brand, yeah, absolutely. okay. If you know about your brand, yeah, you want to be involved with the brand, yeah, yeah, or it completely at some capacity. You either find it completely repugnant the idea of yeah, four yeah, star, yeah. which right? is great because that's probably not our customer. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what I'm, I'm totally okay with but, that. <laughs> so, what is the amount of? I mean, I looked. Um, I don't. I don't know if you can even tell me this, but yeah. it's, everything's done in limited numbers. Yes. Everything is done. Uh, there's embellishments on, on most of your garments. Yeah, fit and finish from development to delivery, man. We look at everything clearly from the packaging to, you know, the overall creativity. Like you were saying, when you walk into a space that just sweats the aroma of hard work and dedication and, you know, being able to be professional and meet those deadlines and deliver, you know. So if anybody, I mean, you know, you can't go to your website and order anything right now. Yeah, nothing. And you can't even go back and backward or anything because there's nothing coming in. Yeah, because when it's it's done, it's gone. So it's gone. It, sincerely. And yeah. you don't have, and, yeah. I'm, and, you, and you said that you're bad about you don't even have some of your own stuff. That's the last, uh, one of those is defective. It might not even look to you, and that's why it's there because I felt bad about sending it out. And the worst part is if, if you looked at it for two days, you probably wouldn't be able to find it because I'm just okay. that tentative. Like I was saying earlier about being over-creative and underfunded. Yeah. You know, but it's okay. Because I think that that tilts that balance, like you were saying, like, how do you build a roof over yourself and say, hey, I don't want to get no bigger than this? Yeah. Because I love the ability of it being manageable. Sure. And you I know. respect that. Yeah. You know, I just. And I, so I, at some point in time, what's going to happen is you're going to scale things up yeah. where you're going to, let's say there's 10 items mm -hmm. and that that's manageable. Right. And of those 10 items, there's X number of pieces made of each one. Yeah. And it still could be a large scale thing, but it's still right, limited. Right. So that drives the value of the brand up. Yeah, yeah. I do 48. Um, I don't know why. Struck me like a lightning bolt. Uh, Cat, Rhett's merchandiser. I've been spending a lot of time out there helping him do some things because he's getting ready to go for a Guinness record. Okay. Um, which I think is awesome. You mm -hmm. know, how, and, and respectfully, we've had this conversation. You know, how long can you be the seal on the beach ball? 
and what goes on in that wall is far more than most people will ever know. Sure. I mean, reclaim wood from, you know, Vanderbilt hotels in 38, you know, a lot of survey sighting. It is far from a carnival ride. I can promise you that. I've learned lots about it. Yeah. And uh, the very in-depth people. She goes, why the number 48? I said, I don't know. It just struck me like lightning. I, I have no idea. In my mind, it was divisible of 12. So in ordering, like you were saying, you sure. get 100 and whatever. And I'm like, oh, they'll put me like right at the price, right at the cutoff of like getting the discount in volume or whatever whatever the case may be. So you purposely kept away from the volume discount yeah. to drive the price, of the to, to manage the price. But managing the price of the brand comes in that. Like right, mitigating it. Like, right, right. And, 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 so and, when you're looking, okay, so when you're looking at an art piece, mm -hmm. and I'm going to consider everything you do as a piece Absolutely, of art, yeah. okay? And I'm looking at your vans. Yeah. And I'm a Vans guy, yeah. and I have some Vans that are worth upwards of a hundred. Of uh, I, I have a large shoe collection, and in my and not not large like no, yeah. like a wrapper, right, 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 large for a guy like large you and me. Yeah, yeah. And I have a couple pairs of shoes that are that I know are valued over a thousand bucks. That's cool. And then there's some other Vans that are valued over a thousand bucks that I bought them and wore them until they yeah, yeah, were yeah. flopping. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I got some 1945 Converse rubber coats. I have original military shoes. I think I still have, yeah. and I wear them. Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it like, yeah. oh my god, this stature and my yeah. Check no, I've got like I wear the shit out. I had a pair of Rad Vans high tops. Wow, and I wore those out, and then I had a pair of the original Hasoys. That's cool. That came out in like '06. That's cool. That I bought. That's and, real and cool. And so I just wore them in. in I, I, I warm like, out. I like all them guys, like Hasoy and Andy Roy, and like all them dudes. You know, the Fletcher brothers, the guys that were just like not. The poster guy, like they were not. Was not Osoy was not a right. Not a poster child. <laughs> yeah. um, but yours are two hundred dollars. Yeah, I would pay that all. I have a pair of Vans that I had yeah. handmade with Louis Vuitton leather. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm people. People tell me I'm like fucking crazy for that. You know, like you were saying with the socks. Oh, you know, you can go to the van store right now and just get some for fifty nine bucks, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, you can get them all the time. But I go to the van store and I buy, I'll buy, I'll go into the, I go to the back of the clearance rack and I look for shit that has stuff on the, what do they call this side? The, they, there's a name for the side of this thing. Oh, the, the vape is the front. The vamp is the front. The vamp is the front, yeah, right? And then uh, they have their side panels here and I, I know what you're talking about. So they have a name for the, the terminology the, for the, that. The, where they have like design. Mm -hmm. And I was at uh, Jeff's event a couple weeks ago. And he's like, dude, you're, you're getting those dirty. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but I, I, my wife makes fun of me because I hand no, yeah. clean them. And Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, I would, so I'm looking at your shoe as a piece of art. Mm -hmm. You go, I'm making this shoe. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it comes out, you get a bill for 48 of them. Right. And you go, well, then my price is this. Right. Or how, when, at what point does price become a consideration? Okay, you ready for this? It's going to blow your mind. I'm going to be totally honest. All our stuff, when it comes to footwear, is make to order. And most people go, how are you gonna make somebody wait five and six weeks for a shoe? And I'm like, because it's justified by the price point, it's a custom. Yeah. When I talked to the guys at the program, they told me one thing. They said, you're not ordering enough volume to even do business with us. He goes, but I'm entertaining it because I love your brand name. He goes, because you're not trying to be the next cool guy. A lot of other brands collaborate with so many artists and put so much great stuff on there. He goes, what you're doing is the essence of Vance. You're allowing your culture to adopt it. When you finally brand the ability to, uh, it's okay, and I hate to keep reiterating that, to be like, yeah, my mom waits tables at the, at, at the barbecue restaurant. Like, yeah, I don't really come from shit. When that becomes 
the trend or acceptable, he goes, you'll, you'll be, you, that's when you'll be 50 years in, 10 years in now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and that's when you'll be sustainable. He goes, so why don't you do things that are sustainable for you? And I go, what do you mean by that? He goes, why don't you utilize our custom program like everybody else does? And I was like, well, would that not devalue the product? He goes, no, because you're a brand and you send us all your corporate documents. No one can upload your logo or, or any kind of or any kind of artwork that has these file names or, or these, this branding, whatever we send them a portfolio of our stuff. Right. And uh, do make to order. So you're not stuck with a container full of eight and a halfs that you never sold. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I go, well, what about, what about the timetable? He goes, well, anything custom, any, any, anything custom is worth waiting on, is it not? Yeah, I, I agree. I said, yeah. You know, and it's so funny because I said people drop bikes off to get painted. It's three months out. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people build bikes. Like you said, build Dodge, you can have your bike for two years. You can have your bike for two months. You can have your bike for a decade. It doesn't matter. It just matters how far it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might, it's like Lamborghini offers stuff and Ferrari that you can purchase a car. You never get it. They just bring it to the track for you and take it back. Yeah. Look at the price points and stuff like that. So it justifies the timetables and the MSRPs. And that's really where we get a lot of those numbers from. So, so the answer to my question is, is the price is what the price is. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a sign that I'm having made at the shop that says, uh, And I think we're pretty fair about it, man. I don't think we get, oh, I don't, I don't think I don't we think get way out of hand. Like not I said, at all. I think for the work that we do to some of the stuff, a lot of people are like, how do you make money? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we're poor star and yeah. we're okay. No, <laughs> right. Like I was saying, this is as big as, I'm not paying, like I was saying about freeing up the mind, the business model is, when you see people say, I have 40,000 square foot warehouse, shelves top to bottom, full of, like, uh, Danny Dixon. Dude, that would scare the, the living sh- shit out of me. Buddy, him, when right? Jeff sent, when he posted that picture of a pallet of V-Twin Visionary flannels, mm-hmm. and that, I said, nope. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. I said, oh, my fucking God. I don't think you could do that with your brand. No, I couldn't. I think, uh, A, it would devalue my brand. I think it would be. I, I think a lot of people would be super fucking turned off by us. They'd be like, oh, there it went. Yeah. It was so good. And there it went. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and I just, I was like, Wow. And then I look at the components and I go, okay, Danny's behind it. He's behind it. Jeff has great resources. We can get, you know, Twitch from Militia or DBK now. And, you know, he'll do his thing, and, you know, et cetera. And then I go, man, that's just so many moving parts. Well, everybody gets to spit in the soup too. Right. And I feel like at the end of the day, you know, it's like, look at the belt drive on a motorcycle. It's great when it's the clutch basket and the crank pulley and a belt. As soon as you start adding the tensioner, then it's variable and there's a spring in there and a bearing. Right. There's three and four and five other components that may not be able to deliver. I'm not going to say they fail, right. but they can hinder the progress of sales or tangibility or whatever the goal is at the end of the day. So I pride myself on keeping that. That's why we're able to offer things at price points that look like, how do you guys make money? Dude, I don't have a warehouse full of employees that are probably stealing from me. I don't, I'm not paying insurance <laughs> on an act of God that's never going to happen. I I'm, I'm not, I agree with all that. You know what I mean? Like uh, I move into spaces that if our company rig didn't run, we could still walk down the street and get a donut or a coffee or a slice of pizza or get a breath of fresh air at the ocean or whatever. Like I have those friends and I've made those things through those genuine actions, like you said, that they own real estate. And they're like, hey, you little punk, I got a suite up here that's beat. It's got three different types of carpet in it. Like, I know you're kind of cool with, with raggedy shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's no secret. You know, he goes, why don't you get up in there and do something creative and, and I'll just charge you this. Okay. And then care and make the space what it is. 
Yeah. I mean, literally, I almost wish people could see the space. You know, just, you know, Fuck, you, dude, it's fucking amazing. You know, you know, it's yeah, like, my mind is blown here today. I mean, <laughs> to a point to where I've overcomplicated everything and been that failure to launch because I it's not going to be perfect. I'm like, right, you know, this is perfectly imperfect. And I'm always afraid to tell somebody that they're perfectly imperfect. Oh, man, I, I, I like, like that. Oh, that's, my that's God. That's the biggest like, compliment I've ever gotten. It's, it's just perfectly imperfect to the point where it's like you have left yourself ample room yeah. to add more to this if need be absolutely or shrink it if, if that's where it's gonna yeah, go it's totally manageable man it has totally changed my entire outlook on how i'm going to go back and do <laughs> the space that i have this i'm I have so this. excited because that's why i created it really to influence and inspire because i feel like everybody just wants to be the cool guy and i hate it's that it's not shit. that at all i want i here's the thing i will tell you a little bit about me and then we can wrap up because i no know worries. you got stuff to do and i'm no, gonna drive I'm, across the state i'm fine i have made uh, a point in my career to I, I'm not, I told you when we were over in your office when I first got here, I'm not creative. Right. I'm not. And it's, Love the honesty. And it's, it's okay. Man, that's so cool. Um, I've done some things that are creative, but it's uh, not where I shine. My thing is, like, how do you learn without being honest like that? Like you said, it's just this ain't what I do. It's not what I do. It's so, so cool that you can admit that. When I build like, a motorcycle, I've been, I've been <laughs> criticized by people my entire career, mm -hmm. closest to me, that I don't. Why are you Why are you buying a set of mids? Make them. You 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 want to be a bike builder? I'm like, listen. I'm a fan first. Right. And I like boosted Brad's mid controls. Yep. So if I'm gonna put a set of mid controls I'm on my invest bike, invest in my friends. They're gonna be boosted Brad's. Now, right. I can't afford fourteen hundred dollars for a set of mid controls, so I'm going without because I'm okay. Right. And so that's where that comes in, where like when I'm doing something, I've, I'm using what I've learned from everybody else. And I've always wanted to be the guy that if one of these days when I wrap this up and I'm done at 65 or 66 or 70 or whatever it is, yeah. that I, when I go into a room, the majority of people know who I am. Right. The majority of people respect what I've done. Right. The majority of people would have a meal with me, have a drink with me. And those that wouldn't, would want to, would want to know who I am. Right. You know, I want to put enough, uh, good givers are good getters. And so I want to give enough well back and I want to play to the back of the room. I always yeah. play to the back of the room. I'm not going to roll into a parking lot and be king dangling. Yeah. The yeah. dude that's everybody. Oh my yeah. God. I gotta, I'm not going to be famous. I know that. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to be kind of that infamous guy that everybody knows and everybody respects. Yeah. I mean, and if I can do that at the end of this anyway, road, <laughs> if I can do this at the end of the road, and my Rolodex is, I have some people that I consider, you know, that are famous and that are well yeah. respected in their own circles. And I'm not in their circles. Yeah. Not in those circles. Because um, we talked about leveling up. Absolutely. You know, there's a group of people that are yeah. in Yellow Wolf's camp. Right. That go with him everywhere. They're professional hangarounds. Yep. I mean, they get paid or yep. whether they get paid or not, they get compensated. They, Absolutely. Their meals are comped. They're, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and so, everyone has them. You know what I'm trying to say? And they need to because, but I never want to be the guy that someone can't say, hey man, you okay? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like, like you were saying, you know, about fame, it's like, I feel like that's another misconceived per perspective, you know, because who the hell am I? Honestly, at the end of the day, dude, like you said, it's just whatever it was because of the authenticity, the history, the, you know, the intangibles. Like you said, when I pulled in, you're like, man, I'm seeing this dude. We don't want to really speak. Or something mm -hmm. just made you, you know, yeah. And then, like, I'm at Rhett's and 
you know, he's like, hey, get in here. You know, that's not, that's, that's not my interview. And I know Chris at CycleSource, man. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? We follow each other on media. Like, we know each other. Right. And that's just my mutual respect for my boy and his professional venture at that moment. Right. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to be that entourage, but because you're there, you're actually helping assemble, like I said, learning a lot about that structure. You know, I think fame at that point goes out, out the window. Yeah, because you can't fake work. No, dude, there's no like, cheat code. There's yeah, no cheat code dude, like you did it, you work. did it, or you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, so so you look at stuff like that, and you go, okay, well, if you didn't have this machine behind you, who would you be? You know, and a lot of people, when you take that away from them, they're just me and you, man. Yep, they really are. Like if you took Dr. Dre out of Interscope, you know. He's from Compton making music in his spare bedroom, dude. He was going to make music anyways. He was going to do it any fucking ways, man. Yeah, he was going to do it anyways. You know, and, and that's what I just love about that shit. That's why I clicked with Bill. You know, when, he, when, I, when I went and see him in the hospital, I'm talking with him and, and Dee, and, you know, he's like, man, I'm going to pick and choose what I do, you know, and this is how I feel. And I say, it, why, why are you worried about structuring it, man? You told me you build bikes in your shed in your backyard. Yeah. That's that's powerful, man. Yeah, this is what you would be doing anyways. What does it mean? The show's gone. You know, like you said, like all all the West Coast things, and it's gone. They did great stuff, man. I mean, they really molded it. You know who them dudes are forever, and yep. and, and the time that they continue to put on the clock is only making them better. Yep, and they're all doing their own thing now. Aki Sakamoto is right. still building bikes and right. engines. Chopper Dave is still yeah. casting parts right. over in Hawaiian Gardens. Uh, Jay Hodge is painting in his backyard. You know, he's not building surfboards anymore, but, you know. Uh, you, you know Curtis it, Hoffman, who you did the parts deal, has got his own parts company yeah. now. Like all those I'm, people. I'm going to say, but like, what about Jason at Garage Build Podcast? Yeah, I mean. No, no, I, I know I'm not trying to be rude when I say that, but what I'm saying is, like, in the, at the end of the day, like, well, I'm not supposed to take you serious because you're not from fucking Amazon? Yeah, I give you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, yeah. what, that's like where I'm going with that. It's like a lot of people go like, "Oh, what's your credentials?" And you're like, what the "Fuck your backstage pass." The fuck does that even mean? Yeah, the backstage pass you know is good yeah. for that. How about my homeboy owns the property? You just put this fucking pile of shit on. You call a stage. Yeah. Now where are we at? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like. So it's just it's just odd to me, man. You know, and and, and it's just like I recently just purchased five acres, and mm -hmm. it, like literally, dude. I know when I'm bumping around on my KTM out there, somebody's going to pull up in an F-250 with the next greatest idea and be like, hey, man, you know who owns this land? And I'm just going to look at it and be like, yeah. And they'll be like, cool, can you go get them for me? I'll be like, sure. I'm going to ride to the other end of all that acreage and just be like, look at my buddy, like, how long do you think he's going to sit in the truck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you just made that assumption, you know, because I got a backpack on in Daytona, I'm going to steal your hidden valley bar. <laughs> no, I got a fucking $1,800 worth of technology in my fucking Jansport. Yeah. Like, this is not a Louis bag, and, you know, my hair's a little long, and my face tattooed. It's like a problem. Like, that's my Harley out there, dude. There's only, yeah. like, about 20 of them running around the country, you know, talk to Karata. Right. Yeah, he probably owns the other 18. <laughs> yeah, you know, the divorced Ironheads was like his thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Belt drives for that. And it's just, it's mind-blowing to me that people make those assumptions. So it's yeah. like, never sell yourself short, man. No. You know, and never feel like you got to get any kind of, do things that you wouldn't normally do to, to, to be around who you think is it at the time, man. Because yeah, if, if the I've label given... drops them or the machine goes away or the tour bus is gone, they're and this guy from nowhere, Oklahoma. Yep. And you got to remember those get out of jail free cards. Dude. You, you know, know what I mean? So that's why I take everything, man, 
that's why that's why I just I don't over undervalue anything. You know what I mean? Like like you show me, man. You know, like like I got you know, there's nothing in it for me. Like, no, I, well, <laughs> nothing in what something else, somebody else is doing is necessarily in it for right, you. That's what, that's you, you, you got to fill your own bucket, right? You're right. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't fill your own bucket with, with, you shouldn't take out of somebody else's bucket no. to fill yours. But you should be trying to fill your bucket and yeah. and put a little bit in somebody else's once in a while. Too. What's wrong with going down to the pond, man, and getting your own water? Nothing. Okay, you know, like yeah, your shoes like got that. a little wet. You know, what I'm saying? like it's right. all, it's all right, man. You know what I mean? It's cool. You're a poor star. You never know, dude. Somebody else might be down there and be like, "Yo, I'm not taking this bucket back when you need it." You come back with two buckets full of water. How weird is that? Because you went and got your own shit. Yeah, you didn't even pay for the other bucket. Somebody gave it to you. It goes to back to the work thing, the ethic. It's wild, man. <laughs> so this this place is amazing, dude. Thank you. I've got to come back. Come back anytime. Dude, this place is uh, so... Anytime. If you can utilize the space, please, you don't live that far away. I'd love to show you some more of it, man. Like, what, Dude, you know what yeah, so I want to we'll wrap just this up, it. and I want to see what kind of technology yeah. you have over here, because I want to steal some of your ideas. Show, yeah, please, absolutely. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. <laughs> I'm already stealing the open phone. It happens shit. to me all the time. <laughs> so. Canon 99 cent paint and some gutter foam. Take you a long way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some, some Craigslist furniture. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I appreciate you doing this. I go to every, you know. I would tell humble. everybody to go to your website and buy some of your merch, but there's nothing on there right now. Yeah, like, it's so you're working out. on some stuff. I'm, I am, I'm man, sure. I am. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the, another high top. Uh, I'm actually going to do my our first high top with uh, Vans through their custom program. You know, and and I love that it's an unsanctioned deal. I love that it's not official Vans. You know, you yeah, know, that it's rogue a little bit. It yeah, yeah, have your yeah, own yeah, tag yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, it is a van shoe. It is that the sure. whole rig. But, you know, I, I love how it's not, you know, in every Tilly's and Zoomies and like this There, thing. I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Yep, so, I agree with that. So I'm into that. And then, um, you know, we're going to launch a couple three-quarter sleeves. And I, I don't really play just because it's getting cold with the seasons because Florida's just 11 months out of the year. It's great. Right. And don't get me wrong. We sell nationally and internationally, man. I mean, like, sure. we really have, I'll show you invoices in the other rooms. You'd be like, I don't even know how to pronounce the name of that country. I'm like, yeah, I'm still trying to convert it. And so yeah. it'll go in our account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's rupee. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. You, know you know what I mean? Or, or whatever the case may be. But, but um, yeah, man, slowly but surely. And, and, you know, the brand really has a story. So it evolves. You know, we, a lot of things come out sometimes and then dude i've i've had times where we haven't we haven't done anything in a couple of months but through creative directing and tattooing and doing things that are relevant you know it's only going to make the the artwork for the tangibles better yeah and then the podcast is our vessel to move it around and you know it's 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 always a story so our ig analytics are good i don't do a lot of static imaging um when i do it's more like a documentative highlight sure but i utilize the highlight reels because i really think the dot com's going away and that's why you have a shop now button and that's why catalogs are able to be uploaded and you can shop and buy our the bandana we did uh, so you think ig is the way oh dude 70 percent of the sales well over 70 percent of the sales came right through our swipe up option and instagram which at one point in time you couldn't get unless you had 10k yeah right and now you can get it if you're a licensed company um you can send them your rn number you can send them your corporate documents and um dude a lot of like shopify wix a lot of those people are pre-integrating it once you sign up and show them that information, you can have those options. And um, that's, I believe, why there's highlight reels. We use all those to show the development of the product. I, somebody watched me draw that bandana for four fucking days. Each chain link. The sensationalism clouds, the Illuminati skulls with the fucking, I mean, there's crazy, you can look at that fucking, I'll give you one for you, leave. you can look at that fucking thing for 20 minutes. And 
people literally want, they like the process. They're watching me do it. And they go, are you kidding me? But we, we're selling bandanas seventeen seventy six. you know, an average gas station item, $1.99. Yeah. I mean, what's your markup there? Oh, yeah. For my employees that I don't have and my space that cost me next to whatever. Sure. And that's not bragging. That's just. No, no, it's very smart. It's, it's structure, hey, man. You are not giving somebody something that they don't know they're getting. No, you're fully aware of what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you watch the whole process. So we got we have some stuff coming out. The podcast I'm super excited about. So we're, the podcast is going to be, what is the subject matter going to be? Um, it's just action sports and custom culture, but really it's... So you're going to interview people? Um, Long-form you interviews know, like this? Or? Probably, but, uh, you know, some product reviews, some... some Influential, you know, I really want people to kind of know where our products do come people from. People visit Daytona, you know, you'd be surprised. I mean, do you get? I mean, I would think that a podcast like this, I would think a company like this would attract some, yeah, some pretty fun fact, fun people. Fun fact I built this studio a year ago. This is the second time I've used it, really. I swear to you, and not because of polishing or anything like that, because I'm watching the marketplace, like you said, and you'd be so surprised who comes here. You would be so surprised how many people come through outside of Bike Week, like during Rolex, during things like that. Well, that's like, kind of what I'm thinking of where I mean, yeah. it's really kind of a brilliant place to put yourself because Very it's like so. low key, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. where famous people yeah. go yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. People, influencers go. Yeah, you and could you have you, this place where you can just turn it on. There's no the windows. Technology's ready. There's no windows. We could just hide out in here, and like you said, anybody from Mario Andretti's camp or Cadillac or KTM or whoever yeah. could come here and feel totally comfortable. And not even be going out of their way because we're seven miles from the speedway. That's what I'm saying. My property's six miles west of that. You know, like you know, it's 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 convenient because clearly the less the consumer has to do or, or the supporter has to do, the more likely they are to convert. That's why Amazon has the buy it now or the add to cart button is gone because that nanosecond was just you know yielding so many abandoned carts. And I know that because my my stepdad pulled fiber for them, you know, out of one of their hubs, and it's amazing the data points that they have on people there. It's, it's, it's fucking scary. <laughs> I feel like we could podcast for fucking nine hours. Um, <laughs> I want to, I think this is a good place to, to put a pin in it, but I have Absolutely. to tell you, yeah. thank you for having me over here today. Likewise, man. Um, for making some time for me. Um, yeah. Thanks for even I'm, considering me, man. I'm very humble. Sincerely. No, I, 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 I really am. Dude, it's, 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 it goes both ways. I really and am. I, I've never been around, uh, a, something like this in this capacity to where I was let in the in in what I feel is like the, the kind of the working the back working room area yeah. of it and see peel back the layers of, of a more appropriately placed Thank you. Dude, being in Daytona, having that sketchy fucking bathroom. It's crazy because like the space now that we're in is like Portuguese antique couches. <laughs> it's fucking great. Dude. <laughs> you so, know? Thank you so much for having me over. And uh, I want to do this again, dude. Let's do soon, it, man. So. Let's do it. I would love to share that information. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up here and just find you at Poor Star on Instagram, right? Yeah, that's it. Just at Poor Star on Instagram, man. Our, our Facebook's active. Uh, we use it for like a lot of like, you know. A and B testing and stuff like right that, on. you know, because that's more like a cafeteria nowadays. So. Everybody's yelling so loud, you go there, do anything. It don't really, nobody's going to take too much notice if you fail. <laughs> so, cool. So, yeah, man, definitely. Sincerely, good time. Thank you so you much. Know? I mean that, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You have been listening to the Hell on Wheels podcast with your host, Jason Holman. Thank you for listening.